<laughs> oh no, the captions have betrayed me. <laughs> I, there's a, in Gravity Falls, the character called Mabel Pines, and she always forgets the, the three, Aww. which is content. So you yeah. immediately, immediately brought that memory up. <laughs> well, listen, I was just cosplaying with my my. I was doing a brain cosplay. <laughs> brain uh, cosplay, yeah. <laughs> The full cast. Look That's at just all kidding. of us. Just kidding. <laughs> all of us here together. Look at us. Look how beautiful we are. Oh, it's such a sight to see. Welcome. If you can hear my voice right now, you have made it to episode of eleven, the penultimate episode of season one of Higher Education, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons game set in the Strixhaven universe with a wholly original story. Uh, and, uh, before we jump into the details of the show, uh, let's introduce our players for today. Connie, you want to, you want to start us off? It's me, Connie. Uh, hi everyone. I'm Connie, pronouns they, he, and she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chong. That's B-Y-C-R-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. Uh, I play Mr. Goke Stags. <laughs> here everyone's favorite goliath barbarian who dev who's just a total shibo head empty muscles in the space of where her brain should be muscles in the space of where her heart should be too uh she's you know like i mean they're totally well adjusted they totally don't have a crush um on the secret like assassin nun of our party totally not at all and they definitely don't care about music and secretly just want to play music no matter what their dad's trying to make them do definitely not uh and yeah i'll pass things over to whoever is supposed to go next man you tell me live hi everybody it's me the goddess of technical difficulties i'm you're here. not in the captions you're muted i'm no, I'm no fucking <laughs> <laughs> not i'm I'm not gonna say it because yeah. you did say goddess of technical difficulties yeah. you, are you invoked oh, that's it hilarious. all right from the top lift <laughs> this time with feeling yeah hi i'm Liv. i'm on the edge of a breakdown um, i use she they pronouns and i'm very happy to be here with my friends that's it no who are you playing baby <laughs> oh yeah i guess um i'm gonna pretend not to be myself today i'm gonna be playing sarah lily twill who also is on the edge of a breakdown we're just really method here oh my god that's so true drac what's up hi i'm drac and i'm delighting in live sorrow um you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> At Draconics, that's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-E-S. Um, I use he, they pronouns. And today we'll be playing Barigash, who's a she, he, they pronouns. They are Gorgon Inventor. Also completely stable. And, oh, I just punched the desk, so maybe not that stable. Um, and just fine, honestly. There's nothing wrong with them in any way, shape, or form. I think they're just having a pretty good day with their friends out in in Paradox Gardens. I know you said city. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and their construct star who follows them around everywhere. Um, yeah, I want to throw it over. I'm looking at Humna, Humna's next. Yes, that is correct. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns. Uh, and today I will be playing Jaisha, who uses they ray pronouns. And Jaisha is our Earth Genasi sorcerer, blood hunter. Um, I don't really know what to say about from uh, Ray scared and having a very normal one 
And with that, I will pass it over to C. What could possibly be scaring you? Um, hi, everyone. My name is C. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Ecstasy, who also uses they, them pronouns. Ecstasy is a poetry student. Vanna? What the fuck? <laughs> right, 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 Not right, right. Not the dead eye into the camera. Jesus. <laughs> really quick, can, can, can you raise your hand uh, if you've ever... <laughs> <laughs> can you raise your hand if you've ever taken a note during this game okay okay <laughs> i cannot i can't listen and write at the same I time i can't yeah i can't I play and take notes do I, I i don't I take notes during games ever for listeners yeah. for listeners uh without the visual only connie and c raise their hands <laughs> right here at the top that I can only do so much and I have to take the notes for a different game and I can fun. only do it so, so much so I'm much just, of I'm I'm saying, I am like mentally incapable of note taking and playing at the same time like it, actually I can only do one or the other yeah, so if, unless you want me to be a spectator school. taking notes like I, I can't I'm just really I'm just saying school. that maybe after the like 12th time that you've missed Paradox Gardens, maybe someone just needs to write it down. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's not fair because C, one of our resident note takers, is it. one of the worst uh, uh, culprits. I'm just saying, this is, I, I, I'm just saying, taking notes doesn't help with that. <laughs> Also, I just think that we all deserve, we all owe, no, actually not all of us. I didn't because I know that it's Paradox Gardens. We wow. all should, you all should apologize to Connie because Connie fucking made a song for us. <laughs> I did. I improvised a song on the spot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's all say sorry. Well, I'm not going to, but uh, <laughs> because I've also been wronged in this situation, but everybody else should apologize to Connie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Connie. I'm sorry, Connie. See, you're muted. I, don't know. I just work oh. here, so. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. Say it now. <laughs> say it now. <laughs> anyway. I'll take you all down with me. I'm not afraid. <laughs> just oh, where are we going to Paradise City? Is that where you'll take us? We are. <laughs> Not Paradise City. We're definitely not going. There. Yeah, you're you're going on the highway to hell. 100%. Oh my god. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, if you haven't picked it up yet, we're in our we're in our toxic era today. So <laughs> <laughs> we all love each other very much, but um, there's just a lot of toxicity, and we're and we're juggling it back and forth like it's a broken <laughs> thermometer amount of mercury. Um, oh my god, that's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> That's who we got today. Uh, I'm Vanna. I'm going to be your producer and GM today. And let me tell you, uh, Higher Education this season is presented by Penny Dragon Games, which you can check out by doing exclamation point PDG in the chat at any point in time. It's also in the uh, in the old title of uh, the stream if you want to reference um, I'm sorry I talked like that, uh, but you can check them out at their website, pennydragon.games, and you can also keep an eye out for uh, Kickstarters that they've been dropping recently for $1 one shots. You literally uh, contribute a dollar to the Kickstarter and you get uh, a full um, a full module 
uh, a character and um, a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye out for that on their socials and on their website and uh, and on the Kickstarter webby site. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is our other sponsors. You can do exclamation point sponsors in the chat at any point in time to see who they are. They're all fantastic. They're all amazing. They're all contributing uh, some just beautiful things to enrich your uh, home game or stream game or just sort of your lonely, um, if I could, I would tabletop RPG fantasies, you know, in your own mind. Um, they're all going to help you with that. So please go check them all out. Uh, drop them a follow. Uh, check out their websites and pick your pick yourself up some delectable tabletop RPG goodness. You will not regret it. Um, also, if you want to support us specifically, uh, you can do exclamation point goal in the chat. Uh, Mocho has already contributed $30 to our daily goal. Thank you so much, Mocho. You can do exclamation point goal in the chat. And if you contribute to that pally.gg link, oh, frick. Oh, no. Hold on. No one do it yet. <laughs> I, mean, I forgot to add. I forgot to add. Live and hum the back. <laughs> no, don't we? Oh, no. Don't do it. No, we do it. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh my you're all good you're doing amazing you're doing so well oh my god you're doing great you're the smartest person all right. you're beautiful i'm, I'm you're so great. pretty <laughs> I'm, I'm so pretty why did you say it like that just the, just the, just the belabored whisper <laughs> hold on it's thinking it's thinking all right okay it's good now all right okay I'm like lightheaded. Why did I breathe so much? <laughs> you know, take a moment. Just take a moment. <laughs> but yeah, use our, please use the uh, pally.gg slash tip slash higher ed link. Oh my God. Um, and <laughs> contribute uh, financial monies to that. And if you do, it will be split evenly between all of us now. <laughs> and uh, if we hit the goal at the bottom of the screen, uh, we have a $100 goal every episode, then we it will unlock some bonus content for y'all down the line. So support us, get some content for yourself, and um, do away with that annoying money that's in your bank Let's account. Let's rid you of your burdens, okay? So, so bothersome. We're here for you. <laughs> you know, mo money, mo problems, as they say. The wise one once said, Redistribute the wealth, bestie. Come on now. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, uh, also check out... Not the anthropological research. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, in 50 years... Uh, also check out exclamation point H-E-C-W to check out the content warnings for our show. This list is not exhaustive, but it is uh, a good reflection of what we've experienced so far. Um, so higher education may contain themes of fantasy violence, complex and complicated relationships, romance and flirting, nudity now, <laughs> references to sex. Oh, wait. Um, I'm in, and Liv don't know that everyone got naked <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I, I know. I did my oh, reading. Oh, okay, okay, I, okay, okay, yeah, okay, Jack gave me a little rundown summary of what oh, happened. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, references to sex, possession, death of family, uh, family slash loved ones, trauma and grief, derealization, psychological abuse, bullying, and mentions of terrorism. Please take care of yourself and step away if you need to. 
the other thing you need to check out is uh, our cast has already introduced themselves, but please specifically go follow them on their Twitter accounts because they're working on a lot of other amazing projects and new stuff is popping up all the time. And they also are, are just funny and cool have, and have a lot of good shit to say that you're going to want to uh, have your little eyeball on your, your little teeny tiny mouse eyeball that I know you have somewhere on your sternum. Um, the other thing, what else? What else? What else? Wiki, if you want to catch up on written recaps, you can check out our adventure log on our Obsidian Portal page. Uh, those are being written by C, so if you enjoy them, then give give C two snaps uh, right now. Um, and you can check out our podcast at exclamation point H-E, uh, I think we're on, I think we're up to episode seven on the podcast, but eventually, of course, they will all be up there. Um, and you can support the cast off stream at our Ko-Fi, which is ko-fi.com slash higher ed. And what else? Yeah, follow our Twitter. And if you, uh, if you end up tweeting about the show or posting about the show on social media, we encourage you to use the hashtag higher ed RPG so that we can, uh, we can find it and see what you like so we can... Uh, feel good about ourselves and and cater to your expectations. <laughs> uh, and you want fan service? That's how you get fan right. service. That's right. <laughs> that's and how the. <laughs> no, no, no. Finish the thought. No, no, no. Finish the thought. See, come on. No, say it. No, say I, it. I mean, that's why we were in the bathhouse last time. Come on. I mean, is that it's, right? It's fan service. It was. Yeah, yeah service, it was just yeah. an entire fan service. Episode. I think it was really self-serving, actually. But <laughs> and we are fans. Well, I am a fan. Yeah. I don't <laughs> see how those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're I'm a fan. Right. I'm, I'm a fan. A, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of. Um, and then also I've written here, Beetle Dick the Butler. Um, that's Stag's Butler. Apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's okay. Stag's Butler. And then spell my screen. Why did you name, <laughs> why did you name the Beetle Dick? It's like Beetlejuice, but with a dick. <laughs> so am I not allowed to say their name three times? <laughs> Please don't. It will summon them. <laughs> All right, that's my spiel. Anything else from my beautiful cast that we I've I've skipped over? We need to add. No, great. Then we're gonna we're gonna kick this baby. We're gonna kick, we're gonna kick this baby off. Um, I'm parting. I'm parting the veil, y'all. Okay. <clears throat> A humongous glass dome curves overhead glistening from the day's light dripping through the panes and the ethereal glow exuding from the life within a singular ancient tree shoots up through the center impossible to ignore and wildly breaches the crown of the dome with its powerful branches and righteous roughage the foliage that fills the interior of the greenhouse is dense diverse wild and unkempt a preservation of a natural biome rather than a cultivation of organized wares. The air within smells richly of moist earth, vibrant, exotic flora. A vast assort assortment of items, presumably for sale, are, purchased, are perched haphazardly throughout the space, leaning in the natural grooves of the trees, perched precariously on the edges of rocks, 
along the footpath and even bobbing along in the water in small bottles. Wherever you are in the dome, the sound of trickling water follows you like a comforting hand on your shoulder. Ciro, you have been waiting here for a minute. When we come upon them, how do we find them? Um, I think Ciro first got there and was sitting patiently and then kind of perused um the 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 I want to say garden. I guess it kind of is. It's a greenhouse, but you know what I mean. Um and then sat some more. And I think now you're at the point where Ciro is doing that thing with that at least I do, where it's like, well, I should just go. Like I I've I've been here for too long. I should just go. They're not coming. Like it's fine. I'm just gonna leave. And then we'll walk towards the exit, then turn back around and be like, no, I should, I I should. I should wait um and is just doing that internal battle so kind of just pacing back and forth of should i go or should i stay yeah and i think i think in one of those moments where you have once more decided that you were going to depart uh you start walking towards the door and almost walk he- head first into jaysha who has just entered the greenhouse jaysha you have just run into your best friend who you haven't spoken to in a good amount of time. And last you did speak, things left on sort of bad terms. So what is your reaction just like physically bowling into them basically as you enter the greenhouse? Uh, Question, is Ciro flying or are they walking? I'm gonna like, say I, I, like where, where, where are we? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, a solid four foot just slams into you because I think they're walking. I think uh, Jaysha doesn't actually like notice at first that Ciro was there because they're just like on the ground, like walking. And so at first they kind of just bump into somebody, something, and they don't even really think too hard about it because they're... Uh, their mind is currently occupied with one, the list of things that they need to get, not only for themselves, but also for Baru. Uh, and two, with the conversation that Ray just had with Baru about X and how we all need to talk about that. And so I think uh, Jaysha is like a little bit mentally preoccupied, so they don't even like notice at first and they just kind of go, oh, sorry. Uh, and then their eyes kind of go down to see who it is that they bumped into. And Zero, I wasn't expecting to see you here. Well, um, I was, I was waiting because, um, I wanted to speak to you. Um, I've been, yeah, 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 no, I've been meaning to talk to you too. I, I just, we invited you out and you didn't say anything, so I wasn't. Yeah, um, I didn't think it was a good idea for me to spend time with everyone after, uh, what happened? I didn't think I was welcome, so, and even if I was, I felt 
I didn't feel comfortable. Um, what did happen? You, you've been avoiding all of us, myself included, for weeks now. Before you left, you... <clears throat> I, I, I didn't... No, I, know. I, I said some terrible things. I know. I said incredibly hurtful things and I couldn't... I just couldn't look at any of you all. Especially... Especially you. Um... I have my own things to worry about, as does everybody. I'm not going to sit here and say that Stag or you don't have things that are weighing on you and things that you're struggling with. I just didn't handle my issues in a good way. I took them out on you and I took them out on everybody else. And that's not right of me. And I am having a really hard time like I don't even I'm having a hard time of dealing with it and I feel so shamed ashamed of what I did and I can't see a world where and any of you want to spend time with me so I just thought it was best for me to stay away I won't lie it hurt what you said I, I had figured that our friendship, we'd been friends for at least a few years now, and I thought that that was stronger than, well, I, I don't really even know what's going on, but whatever it was, and so I won't lie, it did hurt, but Zero, I, we are friends, best friends, I thought, and we can work through whatever it is and and i think jisha like steps a little bit closer to zero um and kind of like reaches out to put like a hand on zero's shoulder if they will allow it whatever it is that you're going through you know that you don't have to go through it alone right no <laughs> uh no i i don't know that but I guess I should have, and you're right. I should have told you when my patron, what when all everything happened. I should have told you, because um, I know that you're my friend, and I know that you would have been there to support me. But I was just so scared. I don't understand how any of you are living your lives right now, because I wake up every day <laughs> fucking terrified. Living, I don't know about that. It's all of us are terrified, I think, in our own ways and coping in our own ways, and uh, not to add stuff to everything, but I think we all need to talk about X. Um, because I'm, I'm scared, <laughs> I'm scared that something is wrong with them. Um, what but, happened? What did? What happened? Oh, we should we should 
all talk together, but I think that X might be in danger somehow. But the point being that I think we're all scared, Zero. And it it doesn't do us any good to be scared separately, I, I don't think. So, I don't know. Uh, if you're willing, I could maybe take you back to everyone else. You could talk. And uh, you don't think they're going to, like... Stag is just so big and so tall and very strong. And I feel like if they came at me full force, I don't think I could do anything about that. So no, that's are we sure. I, yeah, no, trust me. Stag has her own stuff going on right now. I mean, there's like the ball that that is coming up, which apparently, did you know that we need five outfits for that, by the way? Like, I don't, I don't understand uh, there, there's, there's just a lot. Only five. Um, there's, it's only five. What do you mean only? I don't have that many. It, it's okay. Uh, I will need your help with that, by the way. <laughs> but no, don't worry about stag. I think they will understand. Uh, I, I think they'll understand. And if not, uh, well, I guess I could I could step in between. I think they they Stag thinks I like them, like 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 them like them. Um, so that maybe could be. I don't know. I don't. I really don't. Cyril, Wait, you've been actually, gone. Speaking of speaking of, have you talked to Aurora? Because I have been doing I've been doing a lot of work for you. Okay, because I am your best friend. <laughs> I haven't had time, and unfortunately now there are, I don't know if you've heard yet, but there's rumors going around that all of us are in some sort of, like, polycule that has orgies in Baru's workshop now, and I don't know if that's helping or hurting with the Aurora thing. Um, Point being, Ciro, I've missed you, and we're kind of spiraling without you. Well, first of all, none of you are my type, Um, but... Uh, <laughs> um, but I do think Zero like cracks a smile. Um, and if Ray will allow it, uh, they will take uh their best friend's hand and squeeze it and reply, "I miss you too." Okay, yeah. Uh, I have had to try and fill your role in the group and I can't do it. I can't do it, Zero. I really can't. Um, so I would really like can you just take over again, please? What is my role? What is my I don't know, role? you're you're put together, you know things. You you're smart. I think we're all smart here, but okay, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> just take me there and now I will figure it out. Yeah, uh, I just need to grab a few things from here first, uh, and then we can head out. I think in that in that moment, you're you're done talking, but you're still holding hands, and and maybe you exchange like a look of content or, or something like that. There is just the quietest single person applause that is happening, like from the shrubbery. <laughs> 
and uh, you look over and you see this uh, ethereal being that um, sort of reminds you of uh, a dryad, but a little a little different. Um, they have this sort of fan of leaves that is growing out uh, of their forehead and these dark, like pitch black, glistening eyes. And then otherwise a normal uh, human or not normal, but, you know, an, a humanoid face and body. Uh, but their skin is green and sort of textured and cracked in places as if it's made from the accumulation of vines uh, and leaves and things like that. And then um, it looks as if they're wearing a skirt, but it's actually like growing out of their body, just like these huge, like pointed palm leaves almost. Uh, and then roots with small yellow flowers growing out of their shoulder in like a uh, almost an ornate pauldron, but it but it is a part of uh, their body. And then sort of um, almost moss-like uh, red hair coming down uh from their head and they're they have just dainty little green hands and they're just clapping and smiling at the two of you they have boobs too yeah <laughs> that is an important yes that is an important they have uh, boobs they have thank boobs. god <laughs> um it's like a yeah, body think, paint situation, you know, <laughs> like when a when a cosplayer does like a body paint of poison ivy, that's kind of kind of the vibe. <laughs> what do y'all do? Um, I think zero like just instantly um, in almost like a very protective way, because this is coming out of nowhere, gets their uh, falls their face falls into that like mean let's be real mean girl attitude um as they just like look at this dried and just can we help you or oh i was simply witnessing a beautiful moment here in my greenhouse so tender oh. um instantly uh zero feels very awkward this is it's your greenhouse i'm sorry i'm i'm so so sorry are we intruding or why are you sorry i'm always happy to have visitors well thank you for hosting us um and i look up at jaysha you said that there was things you needed is it okay if we look through and gather those things of course look around i have some materials that are already preserved aside, and she gestures to uh, like the just strange assortment and haphazardly placed uh, items that are just like in the crooks of trees and and like uh, wedged in the bank and <laughs> and things like that. Um, or if you're looking for something specific, I can certainly help you recover them. That might be a little bit faster. Yes, thank you. Are you in a um, hurry? You're welcome to take Something your time. Like that. Uh, as much as that would be wonderful, here you have a beautiful greenhouse. Uh, I do think that you look time... up and around, uh, and in that moment, she's closed the distance between you, uh, and she is holding one green finger near your vitiligo, and then she stops and she goes, "May I?" 
Uh, yes. Uh, and she starts very gently, like just, uh, it's, it's like, it's not a, it feels more like a leaf brushing your skin than a hand caressing you in any way. But she runs that finger along uh, the crystallized vitiligo and the, and the crags, um, glittering crags in your skin. And her eyes go wide. And, and you see that not only is like the center of her eye pitch black, but everything, every part of her eye is just a black orb. But you see as they get wide and the glittering light from your vitiligo that's coming in, bouncing off from uh, the top of the dome, just shoots back in her eyes and almost looks like uh, stars. And she, she's, just, she's just like cooing at it. And she's like, this is so... Beautiful. And then she looks at you and she goes, You're so beautiful. Jaisha does not know how to react to this because now there yeah, is like I just very- want I just want to <laughs> Cyril is looking up in between the two of these people, like, what the fuck is <laughs> I think Jaisha is taken aback and like surprised by this reaction, and Ray just kind of like like blinks a couple of times and like looks into this person's eyes. Uh, uh, thank, thank you. I don't, what, what was your name again? I hadn't said, but my name is Nekohual. Nekohual. I'm Jaisha. And this uh, is Zero. Don't mind me. Do not mind me. (laughs) She turns around uh, and looks at you, Cyril, and smiles, and then instantly gets distracted by your wings uh, and sort of pivots over to you and then does the same thing and is like, stops themselves and is like, may I? (laughs) Um, Cyril is kind of puffs up a little bit (laughs) and their wings like flicker um, as they very like, slowly turned so that she can finger my wings. <laughs> you didn't need to say it like that. Uh, yeah, and Nekohal, uh again runs that sort of like it's almost like a, 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 an errant wind has just is just touching the edge of your of your wings uh, up to the tip and, and uh, Nekohal goes oh they're so beautiful Looks eyes still wide. Looks straight straight at you in the face and goes, "You're so beautiful." Uh, thank you. Uh, I do she, think like, she's gone here. back to just like staring at your wings, and it's like you can see like the way the light plays through it is playing out in her reflected in her eyes, and she's just enthralled by by the existence <laughs> of such a gorgeous thing. <laughs> I am learning so much about Ciro in this moment. Um, I do think that they are living and loving this. So I do think <laughs> like they very subtly kind of sway their wings. Like she, she gasps. She gasps when you do that. Like a very quiet, just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, wow. I was like, Jaisha, you know what it's like when Ciro's standing and walking. Their wings don't do anything. There's no need for them to be doing this other than to be annoying. Um, but yeah, no, they'll uh, they'll soak up this this attention. They're they're fine with this. Um, 
but I do think I do think like Cyril is looking at Jaisha like should we is this do we just you you definitely um, have the feel that you're gonna have to reroute this person because they are yeah, they are distracted uh, can I do like an insight check to see like is this person just really into like pretty things or is there like something about Cyril yeah. yeah yeah like I don't know is there something about the wings that is particularly well, it's it's almost oh. uh, identical to how she interacted with Jaisha as well. So, but yeah, please roll. Uh, you can roll insight with advantage. Ooh, okay. Let me roll that again then. <laughs> nope, that was worse. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, I mean, as far as you you can tell, this person is is being genuine. It's sort of like uh, when someone um, you're talking to someone and they see like a butterfly fly by and they're like, oh my god. And so it's not like there's something like magical or like particularly like, you know, no. Okay. It's, it's literally just like enthralled by the beauty of the things around them. Well, I think seeing that if, if Jaisha can tell that Ciro is clearly like playing this up and like, doesn't need to be doing this, then I think Jaisha is just gonna, uh, I will go and grab the things that I need and like, you two uh talk and jaisha is just gonna leave and is gonna go look in the nooks of the trees and all of the like in the in the spaces in the banks just looking for four particular items uh i am looking for a clear calcite for a ritual for myself uh which i recognize is not a plant but i'm hoping that they have crystals and gems yeah i mean this place is filled with with plants and 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 just anything like natural uh, cool. that that you could think of is is definitely something you could find here and then for baru uh, i need three flowers to help uh them make ink so i need hyacinth uh, hibiscus and lily of the valley so those are the four items that i will be looking for while zero has fun yeah give me uh give me uh three survival checks Okay, I got a 7, a 16, and a nat 20. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I think you have... <laughs> that's confusing. Um, I think you have. You really struggle at first because this is not... This place is not laid out like uh, a greenhouse you've been to before. Like, usually, you know, there's, like, rows of plants and flowers, and there's, like, an entire, like, uh, ar arboretum area where you can eat... You know, like, it's it's organized in some way. But this is just, like wild chaos uh so i think when you first start out you have no luck but then once once you sort of try like start to connect with how the space functions you're like okay what using you know whatever knowledge you have of those plants like what sort of biome or or what sort of other flora and fauna would i find around these plants and then you're able to sort of better direct yourself uh and then when we get to the nat 20 um that's when you kind of it really clicks and you're like, OK, and this will be over here and this would be over here. Uh, but you are only able to find the plants. You cannot find the calcite. Uh, Ciro, you are left alone with Nekohual. What do you do? Um, I do think because Jaisha just left, which I would never do to Jaisha. I am a proper wing person. Um, Look, Jaisha's new to this, okay? They don't fucking know how to how to help. They're like, well, I shouldn't be here. Bye. 
No, I love it. Um, I do think uh, Zero will try to get back on track. Um, so you live, you live here. <laughs> they like, they like start as if they did not know you were there. <laughs> and then uh, their eyes sort of uh, relax a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm and- sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to startle you. Nothing to be sorry for. Yes, I I stay here most most days, most evenings. It's quite a beautiful place, isn't it? It is. It's perfect. It's lovely. Thank you. Can I help you find anything? Well, I was just mainly waiting for my friend, um, and now they're on a search, but um I mean, maybe you could do I, I mean, what, no, I don't think I would know what Jaisha was looking for. So probably not. No, no, probably not. Um, but maybe when they come back, you could help us with whatever they need. It would be my pleasure. Would you like to see some rocks? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and she zero zero famously only likes plants very into living things not a rock person but if this pretty giant wants to look at rocks baby let's do it oh my goodness okay so they uh they very gently uh grasp your hand and uh pull you over to the edge of the small stream that there's a waterfall and that's that sort of constant trickling noise you can hear throughout the uh the dome uh, and then it's this this beautiful sparkling s- stream that rolls down. And uh, she, it, it kind of seems like she just goes to a random spot on the bank and picks up a random rock. <laughs> like, it, it, like the implication was like, I'm going to show you my rock collection. Um, right. But she just like went to a random spot and went, picked up a rock she saw um, and turns it. Is around. this what people feel like when they date me? Like, is this- <laughs> Um, do you want a truth? Or... <laughs> um, dating a neurodivergent one on one coming out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but she does pick up pick up a small stone and and turns to you, and it's uh, it's like almost blue in hue and like perfectly smooth. Uh, and then there's like this dark, jagged line through it. Um, that kind of causes this crease. So it's almost shaped like a lima bean or something. Um, and she holds it out in her, in her palm, uh, and, and holds it out to you expectantly. Um, in an attempt to salvage whatever the energy is here, I do think Cyril will like place their hand, one hand under hers, and then their other hand will go on top and like, take the bean <laughs> take the rock yes yes yes, yes Hamna. um you can say no if i am too busy searching for things uh-huh. Vanna, but theoretically can i can i say that jaisha is half looking for things and half like paying attention to what's going on oh, yeah. and when i see that uh zero is currently being shown a rock and uh i know zero does not know anything about rocks uh can i cast message 
and like tell zero like two sentences like quick two facts about this rock from from that that they're currently holding from Please. just like across the room i beg you yes <laughs> okay cool uh then i think zero you hear in your in your head jaisha's voice i kind of just like whispering like two quick facts about this rock so that you can have something to say uh that's a real fucking friend that's a real fucking uh, friend thank you the so two much. facts if i can just make it up because i don't know what rock this is uh the two facts are that uh this is uh um the this is one of the two one of only two types of rocks on this entire plane that in their raw form look like they are tumbled um and the second fact is that uh, legend has it, and this has never been confirmed, but there is uh, mythology surrounding it that, um, why not? We'll lean into dragons, since dragons are important. Uh, that dragons in particular uh, like to use these rocks as part of their uh, bathing rituals. Sure. It's a, it's a, um, it's a bath salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dragon bath salt. Yeah. You know, uh, legend has it that um, are these are like bastards for dragons. <laughs> oh no, I'm blushing. Ugh. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you you essentially you essentially reiterate what Jason has uh, has shared with you via message. I, I, let the record show i have way more game in real life uh -huh. this is not uh -huh. mm -hmm. wow anyway um <laughs> uh you know legend has it that our dragons like to use this type of rock in their bathing rituals and uh, once again their eyes just go like super wide as they look down at the little blue lima bean <laughs> And they're like, oh, that's so fascinating. I've never seen a dragon take a bath before. Neither have I. Um, but you have something special on your hands. Wow. Uh, well, you took it from them, right? Or did you just look at it? No, no, no. I am hold they are holding it. Okay. I'm holding their hand oh. and then with my other hand I'm chasing over the rock. This is a real that that part in Jurassic Park where he like puts that drop of water on her hand and is like <laughs> You're Jeff Goldblum is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes, I'm a four foot gender queer Jeff Goldblum. Tom, I can't I can't abide by the idea that <laughs> that Jeff Goldblum isn't gender queer. Um but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> um amazing uh and i think that that transfiction again like kicks in and it's like you don't exist the greenhouse doesn't exist the only thing in the world that exists to nekahol is the blue bath time lima bean okay um i'm going to use oh no please don't do this sorry my phone is being picky um I'm going to use my far scribe ability. So one of my Eldritch invocations is that I can cast sending without using a spell slot or material components, basically so I can message mm -hmm. Jaisha back. I think the people in my book are Jaisha, X, 
and Baru last I checked. Okay. Because I can have up to three names. But I'm going to um, use that to message Jaysha and just be like, you know, um, at first I thought this was cool. Now I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so I think when you receive this, Jaysha, you've probably you've probably found what the flowers you've seeked and and have discovered at this point that you are not going to find the ca- uh, calisite. What did you say it was? Uh, clear calcite. Clear calcite. Um, so you are you are welcome to to zoom over if you want. Yeah, I think uh, at that message, uh, Jisha just kind of like quickly scoops up all of the materials in in rare arms and walks over towards everyone else. Uh, I managed to get almost everything that I needed. Uh, Nickel Hall, was it? Uh, do you happen to have clear calcite here anywhere, or do you know where I could get some? They are, they're stuck. Oh, no. Uh, and I think uh, Jisha just kind of, like, goes to Nekohol's hand, where the this lima bean is placed, and Ray is just going to, like, I think just, like, very slowly and carefully just, like, go to, like, pick it up. When you pick it up, you feel... A wild warmth spread through your body, starting at the tips of your fingers that are holding the rock. And then, <laughs> and then Nekohal slowly turns to look at you. Can I help you? Um, yeah, I was... Wondering if you had clear calcite here. And the, the sort of, uh, f- like, flora ridges, florid ridges of her brow raise when you say that. And she goes, clear calcite? Interesting. No, I don't have any. But I know where you could get some. Uh, where is that? There is said to be veins of it at the bottom of the slumbering lake, at the edge of town. But nobody dares to delve them. Oh, uh, why not? Well, the slumbering lake is strangely placid. It does not move. The surface. And it is said anybody who disturbs that stillness will be cursed. Understandable why nobody goes down there. And I think Jaysha is like a little bit distracted by the warm feeling that has taken over Rare Body. Yeah, I think, it, I think it shot through and then it was gone. Um... But it, it shot through your body, like, along your nervous system, and then dissipated. Is there anything that I can, like, tell just by holding this rock, like, in terms of, like, its properties? Like, is it, is it magical rock of some kind? I'll just give it to you. It is not. Okay. Uh, thank you, Neko Hall. Is it okay if I also take this with me? 
Echo Hall gets transfixed by, by the stone again and then slowly reaches their hands out, hand out. And if, if you let them, they're trying to gently grab the wrist that is holding the rock. You let them? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then just as slowly, you're, all of you are still on the bank of this like small stream. And very slowly, she tugs your arm downwards until your hand is like a foot deep in the water of the stream. Describe to me the feeling of being inherently known for Jaisha. Okay, getting deep. Um, <laughs> like in a way that only the people closest to you can see you. For Jaisha, the feeling of being inherently known is like looking into a mirror and seeing yourself clearly with every single detail about yourself. For Jaisha, the feeling of being inherently known is like walking onto a field of grass barefoot and feeling the way that the grass nestles around the grooves of your feet like it was made for this. Like, like it's just been waiting for your foot this whole time, waiting to touch it, waiting to fit into the grooves between your toes. It is a soft feeling. It is a comforting feeling. And it feels right. That is exactly what you feel when your hand is submerged in the stream. You're distracted for a moment by that feeling, and then you realize that Nekahua is not looking at the hand that she's placed in the stream, but she's looking directly into your face with those big eyes of just darkness. And she goes, I don't think you will have a problem with the lake as one and who is connected with it. This stream, and she drags her gaze a little bit down the course of the stream, connects with it. And it also connects with you. Can you feel it? And I think Jisha can. And if I may, uh, just for flavor, I think the hand that is down in the water of the lake, I think you can see that like the crystal vitiligo um, that is on their body that connects to that arm is like glowing a little bit with this like faint bioluminescent sort of aura yeah. to it. And I think it crawls up from your hand up, up to your shoulder. Uh, and 
uh, Nekohal immediately gets distracted by that. And, and with awe, just as, as slowly as it crawls up your arm, her eyes follow that path. Ciro, how are you reacting to all of this? <laughs> um, first of all, realizing, damn, not going to get this one. Definitely goes to I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I do think Ciro is like trying to trying to keep up with like what this essentially means um, that Jaisha is connected to this cursed or this sacred like body of water and what that could potentially mean. Like that's a big revelation. Um, and Ciro at least wants to pursue that and try to pick Jaisha's brain on that. But like, clearly this is, there is something meaningful, meaningful happening here and Ciro's not going to interrupt that. So, um, but I do think like they're trying to track, like track their own memory and history and try to Mm -hmm. put some of the pieces together as they're listening. Yeah. And I think is that light, uh, runs up your arm, Jaysa. Nakahal quietly says, Your body knows. So it would seem. Uh, and I think Jaysa like, looks up at Zero at that. How do you feel about making a detour with everyone? Whatever you need. And Jaisha, you would know that you're you're like due to meet up with them at the tailor shop. Um, but it could be something that you you drag everyone to after the fact. Mm-hmm. And I think Jaisha does uh they sit in this lake with like with their arm, their hand and or their stream with their hand inside of it for a little bit longer because this feeling is so I don't think it's it, it's it's like anything that Ray has ever felt before. It's warm and comforting and all encompassing in a way that they have not been able to access before. And I think it takes them back to that um, hallucination, that the weird trip that we all had, that nightmare trip that we all had, um, where that feeling of inside of them being this maze and this happiness inside of them that they know is there that they can't access. And I think this feels like an answer to that puzzle. This feels like a solution to that maze, a somebody guiding them to the center of it. And Ray doesn't want to stop feeling that. So I think Jaisha keeps their hand inside of the water for a little bit longer before finally removing it. And they look at Nicka Hall. Uh, they thank them for all of their help. And I think with the rock, the uh, the blue one, the lima bean, still in rare hand, um, I think Ray uh, gets up from this like crouching position and says, I don't really know what we're going to find when we go to the lake, but I think that it's important too. And they're kind of saying that to Ciro. Um, then we go. If that's what you need to do, we we do it. I think so. 
and Jisha will pay for the items that they are taking with them. Yeah, I think it's much just, that is. for the flower, I think it's probably just like five copper pieces. Cool. Um, and as you're walking away, you see Neckle Hall uh, buries each of the copper pieces like it's a seed in the ground. <laughs> um, and with that, we are going to cut to outside of the tailor shop. The uh, our three bathhouse <laughs> fam members, uh, Stag and X and Barugash, um, you've just sort of rocked up. Is there any sort of anything you want to do on the way or upon arriving there? I think I'm trying to convince Stag and X their idea is bad. <laughs> um, I don't think teaching a rat how to play an instrument is going to work here. What do you, what do you mean? Baru, what did we say about just critiquing the ideas we no, come up okay, with about, okay. without offering positive alternatives? That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we could just tell the truth. Do you not believe in Gratton or something? No, it's not that I don't believe in Gratton. Because he's really smart, okay? He's a lot I, smarter I than anyone that. gives him credit for. He's a sensitive soul. He just hides it on the inside, okay? He might, like, nip at your hand because he thinks it's made of cheese because he can't differentiate between fingers and cheese. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have a good heart, Baru. I, I, he has a good heart. He, he's just yeah. misunderstood. And everyone just thinks that he's just some rat that bites people. But maybe he's more than that. Kind of like you, Stack? What? No, we're completely different. <laughs> If you say so. I, I'm not saying that Gretzen isn't a wonderful rat. I, I'm sure I'm sure he is. I just don't know if we can teach them to play an instrument in a week. Yeah, well, telling the truth is not an option. I, I don't really understand. I, I, I don't understand why. Baru, you've only interacted with one of my dads. The one that's less intense, honestly. My other dad? My father? It's a no-go. If he knew, if he, if he related what he thinks he heard in the bathhouse to coming out of my mouth, then that would be, then that, I, that just can't happen. Okay? Okay. Like how we just can't tell people that we killed Chorus. All right? Like, same level. <laughs> same level. Not, not Stan just saying this in the middle of... <laughs> she whispered it. Oh, she God. Really can I get a stealth it. check? <laughs> yes. Bari's hot. If you fuck yeah, us... <laughs> also, <laughs> not... Not stag being like killing someone and playing music are the same. Like, <laughs> I mean, to, to her it is. Really? It is. It is. Um, okay, I have a plus one to stealth. That's a four. In the campaign. In the campaign right now. <laughs> Cut the cameras. All right. Uh, anyway. Do 
don't, say, why would you don't say that we're in public stag stag what it didn't happen you cannot even insinuate that it happened Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I just got really heated, okay? I just... We can't... The Grattan plan is gonna work because it has to work. Yeah, okay. We can... We can go with the Grattan plan. So as y'all have been talking, you've uh, you've been walking and you do arrive at the storefront for Fragrance Fineries, the uh, most um, notable... Taylor in town. In the city. Do you go in? What do you do? Should we wait here for Jisha to come back from the greenhouse so they know that we're in the shop? Yeah, we did agree to go dress shopping together. Hold on. Yeah. And Stag is going to like straighten up and see if she can see over the crowd of people to find Jisha. Give me a... Notice roll, that's not this game. <laughs> Perception? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a nat 20. Where was that when I needed what? It a single roll ago? What a waste of a 23. 20. Um, oh, I know! <laughs> God. Wasted it to see me. Come on. I feel like you always do that. Um, so you start peering over through the crowd and you're kind of, uh, I think y'all knew Jaisha was out the, at the greenhouse. So you're kind of looking in that direction. Um, and you not only see Jaisha walking towards you, but you see Ciro. Ooh. With in, the nap 20, would I... <laughs> Yeah. Would I also notice if anyone is scurrying away from us, like looking at us terrified or suspiciously? No, you rolled a four, on. Connie. No, you don't. Well, the fourth was the four was to stealth, was to hide, was to be stealthy. Please. <laughs> Pretty please. High or low? Oh my god. Um, you know what? I'm feeling hot. Hi. You see a child running away from where you just walked. There's a moment <laughs> where we see Stag looking from Jaisha and Ciro. She's like raising her hand, like starting to wave them over. And then her eyes like drift across the crowd to the other side and see the child. <laughs> who's scurrying away and her eyes go wide and she like lowers her like arm that she's using to wave. I will be right back. I think that child heard me say that I'm going to child. What are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? I'll figure it out when I get there. Go dress shopping first. I'll be right there. Okay. Okay. Stag's going to try to chase after this kid. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess give me, a, give me a dexterity. Roll and I'll roll against Where it. Where are this kid's parents? <laughs> Just a dex roll. What What do you want to do? Pitch me something. <gasps> As Stag's running, what What does this kid look like? Like any? How, what are they wearing? Do they have like a book bag with them or something? Like anything like that? Hold on.
Oh no. Black leather gloves. A black jacket. Pants that are too small for them. And long red hair. Pulled back in clips. Hey, hey, excuse me. Wait, wait, hold on. Are you a three days mace fan? What is that? <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm assuming it's the in-universe version of Three Days Grace, which is like an emo rock band. That is just Sex the least relevant band you can ever reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, uh, what's it like? Uh, a chain link mail in park fan? Oh my god, why are all your music references from the early 2000s? Because this kid looks like they would like emo rock. They just came out with oh There god. is more modern emo rock than this. <laughs> but yeah. I, I do need you to give me a dex check to see if you can catch up with them. That's fine. Oh my god. I mean, I think they, uh. they hear you and look over their shoulder, but they don't stop. Damn, that's a nine. It's so funny because I rolled Dexter. a 19. <laughs> this kid oh, is, no. is zooming. This kid is zooming. Also, they're small, so they're able to mm -hmm. sort of like uh, weave in and out underfoot of people. I've, I've got tickets to whatever. I've got tickets to this great so, rock festival, kid. So creepy. <laughs> um, no, they they as far as you can tell, have, have uh, eluded you. Ah, God damn it. Someone, someone so slippery. grabs you by the shoulder and goes, hey, were you chasing that kid? Uh, they... What are you, some kind of creep? <laughs> no, 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 they won a raffle. A concert raffle. Uh, uh, tickets. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. How do you enter? Well, you have to put your name down and your sending stone address to me. Okay. You don't happen to know that kid, right? That's just some random kid to you, probably. Where do I sign it? Uh, just give me your contact information and I'll put it into the sending stone. Okay, are you ready? E yeah. Zach <laughs> actually just reaches, like pulls out a piece of parchment and a quill. And this is, uh, this is like a, a male halfling. That sort of <laughs> grabbed you, I don't know, by the the leg, I guess. Maybe not the shoulder. Maybe the leg. Um, and uh, he looks up to you very, very sternly from his three-foot-one position. And he goes, my name's Don Don Strongbones. <laughs> okay, Don Don Strongbones. All right. What's a good sending stone address to reach you at if you win? Um, Strongbones at... You, you hilly. <laughs> okay, strongbones at you hilly. Mm -hmm. Got it. Well, I know well, if thanks I for entering. Uh, in a week. A week? Yeah, we'll let you know if you lose. But you were going to give that kid the tickets now. Yeah, well, obviously they surrendered it. They're running away from winning this amazing festival ticket, I suppose. So we're, we're going to have to put the ticket back in and, like, you know, re-roll oh, it. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't you have to be over 18 to enter stuff like this anyway? Well, not necessarily. With parental or guardian, like, sign-off, you oh, could. okay. Yeah. I, I'm over 18. I assumed so, based on your demeanor and your voice. Well, 
Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I am 18, though. Uh, I mean, good. over 18. I'm, good, I'm more than work, 18 you years your... old. Okay. I mean, the more you say it, the more I doubt it, actually. But you know what? I, this is ridiculous. Uh, I have somewhere I need to be. Uh, good day, sir. Okay. I look forward to hearing from you when I win. Uh, what are the tickets for again? Uh, Stag <laughs> is moving away. She's like... <laughs> She's returning to the dress store. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so by the time you get back, I think uh, Jaisha and Ciro are uh, are just walking up to the group as well. So y'all have all sort of reconvened. Um, any any sort of reactions to Ciro's presence? I... X is... I just, I think I see Jaisha first, and I kind of wave at Jaisha. I think seeing the pouch of, like, the ingredients that he got from the shop as well, kind of have a smile on the face. And I don't think Stag told us that they saw Jaisha and Ciro. So I think, I just think Jaisha, they probably see like, the, a very familiar flutter of wings and turn to see Ciro. And their face kind of drops, and they look, a little bit scared, I think, and it's kind of step a bit closer to star their construct. X is looking at Ciro with that same kind of blank expression. Um, and then something about it kind of softens uh, as they turn their head. And you can see, uh, Jisha, you can see that there's a little bell on uh, one of the horns on X's uh like the rings on their horns. Um, but as they turn their head, you notice that the bell itself, they move their head in such a way that the bell doesn't move and it doesn't ring when they turn their head. So it's still completely silent. And they put on this like perfect mask of uh, a smile and civility. And as you come up, X says, Ciro, good to see you. It looks okay. like we'll have some help with our fashion choices after all. Can I do an insight check to, <laughs> to see how they really up, up feel? Up to see, up to see. Yeah, go forth. Okay. But how do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm muted because I knew that was going to be the loudest thing in the goddamn world. Um, I rolled a nine inside. Inside. That's so funny because I rolled a seven deception. Um, so I rolled two of the dice. So yeah, I got a ten. So. Well, what 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 is what does X really mean? X is watching you. Like they are curious to know why you're back, but they are glad to see you. It seems like they would prefer to be able to see you and watch you close than have to worry about where you are far away. Uh, and they seem genuinely relieved that you are here. All right. That's All right. touching, but also... <laughs> touching, but also a little <laughs> Classic X. Um, yeah, so I think Ciro... Falling into step, um, somebody who is very good at playing to formalities um, would kind of like flick their head back um, and nod and just, well, I know that 
what was was it what was it jason you said only five outfits not nearly enough to tell a full story but i think with the right choices and the right looks we're all going to be able to just shine wait, wait, <laughs> quick above, i know it's actually quick, not okay i was like quick about it we did decide you don't need five outfits right? yeah yeah okay yes we did cool. Sorry. no i know continue far is gonna be I like live the player now um i think like at this point maybe stepping even further behind star they kind of peek out and go um I don't think we actually need the five outfits. I think that's honestly mostly stag since it's there. They're born. I think they might they might have that handled. Oh, thank God. There was no way that I was going to be able to find five outfits. You might not be able to find five outfits, but I could definitely find five outfits. It's fine. I'll just I'll rework the vision. But yes, if you all need help, I'm here. Stag, what is your reaction to Ciro being there? Stag at this point has finally returned. Uh, she is like slinks back, looking kind of embarrassed to have been outwitted by a child and to have some random halflings contact information now in her journal. Uh, hey, Jaisha, Ciro, hi, welcome back. Thank you. How was the swamp? I assume I assume you were at the swamp. I I was working on some research, yes. Um good. Same as always. The uh I'm not gonna go into it because Stag, I know you I know you don't care about my research, but thank you. No, um, I I care. I care. I care about people's stuff. You you care you care about me. I don't think you care about the bacterium that are growing in my bog. You should probably go to a doctor if that's what's happening. Um, but I do. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I think Ciro like genuinely laughs. Um, and just, <laughs> it's it's good to be back, and it's good to talk to you again, Stack. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's good to have you back, Ciro. You know, the group wasn't really the same without you. Um, a lot of stuff happened without you that probably could have been prevented if you were there. Yeah, okay, so can somebody clue me in? Am I the parent of the group? Is that what I am being told? Am I supposed to clean up after no. your message? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, I would say you're more like the voice of reason. Is that accurate, Jaisha? I think so. Yeah, because Jaisha's really smart, but not very... Um... Go on, Stag! <laughs> <laughs> Finish the sentence, Connie! <laughs> Say some shit! Do it! You know, like, sometimes I think, Jaisha, you can get kind of, like, caught up in a, a pursuing a specific answer or a course of action and you know me i don't really i just sort of do stuff you think i'm smart well yeah you're like one of the smartest people i know you oh. and maru x i i assume you're really smart i just you still remain an enigma what <laughs> that, 
fell. Why is it not working? Did you but not buy a proper one? And I think Jisha goes to like like pull like like to like ring the bell like manually. Does it when work? you do it, it works. Yeah. It it what rings is, when you pull it. What is wrong with this bell? I think I don't know how to use it right. I'm still learning to play it. Yeah, when they walk, it just like doesn't make a noise. Well, that's the thing that X is really good at, I guess. Being a mystery. Yeah, we're all good at something. X is good at being a mystery. Jaisha's good at book and rock stuff. Baru's also good at book stuff, but like smithing stuff. Cyril, you're really good at like social maneuvering and knowing when we should and shouldn't do things. And I'm good at hidden stuff. So I guess we all fill in each other's holes. Another thing, we need to stop saying things like that because apparently there's a rumor that we are a uh, polycule. And while I do, oh, when you mention I... this, Bari like fully hides, like fully like <laughs> hides behind Star and like presses her face against the back of Star. The face is burning up. And um, X nods very zero. quickly and goes. <laughs> I think Cyril puts their hands on their hips and just like looks directly up at Stag, just so small. And just, and while I find that very flattering, Mr. Gall, you are just not my type. I do have to tell you straight up. Um, so if we could just quell those rumors, because there is somebody in my uh, thesis group that I've been trying to talk to, and it just. <sighs> Wow, it's Damn, kind of, okay. it's kind of ha- it's getting in the way of my prerogatives. Got it. But Ciro, the polycule rumor does kind of have to continue if we want to keep, you know, Lucio in the dark. But hey, whoever you're Lucio interested thinks in, we've like, had an orgy in my so work. Our professor, you, a professor, thinks that we have orgies yeah. on the regular. In yeah. my yes, that's yes. what we told her. I didn't want to. That's what Stag told her and then we all had to yeah that's what yeah a I'm bell tur- chimes Max <laughs> 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 looks really excited Baru. and Baru only <laughs> <laughs> a bell chimes it is not yours X <laughs> X looks kind of excited at the bell chiming and goes I think I did it <laughs> Um, and the door you've been loitering outside of and talking about illicit activities swings open. (laughs) And uh, a tabaxi, a femme tabaxi, stands in the doorway looking a little, uh, like, trying to seem warm and welcoming, but also a little aggravated. (laughs) Um, And looks you up and down, and she's dressed in a hodgepodge of, like, layers. And you can tell she has, like, a petite form underneath, but uh, it just sort of all builds on top of each other to make her uh, a bit larger than she actually is. Uh, And she has these round glasses and just super soft, short uh, red fur. Um, And she just coughs and then goes, can I help you? Yes. Yes, you can. May we enter? She nods and uh, and steps outside to hold the door open for all of you. <clears throat> um, as we pass, I, like, motion to one of um, the layers 
that they're wearing and just chiffon nice and just like walk in trying desperately to leave a good impression right she does she does smile at that uh and then follows you all inside as you enter uh this is called fragrance fineries so you can assume that's fragrant um and uh, it's a perfectly organized salon. It has a complete matching set of like plush rose pink sofa, chair, footstool, all the works. The wood accent on those bits of furniture perfectly match uh, the stain on like the side table and things like that. And they're all very uh, aesthetically arranged. Um, there is an enchanted, uh, well, you could probably tell if anyone picking up on arcane stuff, an enchanted golden ornate mirror, uh, in the corner, um, that is staring, uh, back at you or from your, from the entrance, um, as you enter. And, uh, there's also, uh, this just like gigantic grand loom. That's it. That's is sort of the centerpiece of the space. That seems to be self-knitting this gorgeous, intricate swath of fabric. And you can see the shuttle passing back and forth uh, through it in just like this mesmerizing synchronicity that's also kind of giving up the giving off this like ASMR white noise uh, of wood smoothly sliding against uh, wood and, and fabric. Um, and yeah, so that's what you see when you walk in and we'll see what kind of outfits y'all try on. After the break. All right, during the break, y'all take care of yourselves. Uh, get <laughs> get some water, take your meds, uh, eat some food if you need to, stretch your bodies, look away from the monitor for a little bit. And don't forget to check out our cast's Twitter pages while you have some time and contribute. consider contributing to our goal. If unlocked, we'll unlock some bonus content. Uh, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. See you soon. Bye-bye. So y'all find yourself inside of Fragrance Fineries. Uh, Fragrant has let you in and uh, they have sort of moved off to the side to allow you room to explore um, the space a little bit more. What do you do? I think do I Jisha. Oh, go. Do I know this tabaxi woman? Have I like shopped here before? Uh, you tell me, have you? Probably, right? Probably. At the very least, I've like, come here to pick stuff up that I've been yeah. ordered. Yeah, uh, I, think you, that I case, think you probably know her, yeah. Yeah. At the very least, she like... knows your dad's and knows of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At I the think, very least. I think she would know of Bar as well, because I think Barry's already had their dress like tailored and everything. Mm, okay. So they probably came here to get like size and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Stag is going to turn to this shopkeep and go, Fragrance, right? F fragrant. Fragrant. Hello. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've properly introduced myself to you before. Hi, I'm Stag. Well, it's nice to re-meet you, Stag. Yes. And yes. holds out, uh, I... holds out her hand. Yeah, she shakes, uh, th uh, their paw very enthusiastically with a big cheery grin. Uh, I believe I have some orders in the back I just need to try on before we check out. Uh, yes. Well, remind me of the last name. Uh, Zora Graves. And her eyebrows raise at that, and, and she bows her head a little bit before disappearing into the back room. 
This place is awesome. Everything's customizable, bespoke, tailored, you name it. Like, look at this wall. It's just a wall of fabric. Different kinds of fabric. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, it's honestly quite overwhelming. There's a lot. There was a lot to choose from. I've never been shopping for clothes. How do you start? Oh, let me show you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> almost as if we're getting everything else. Like, Ciro's <laughs> um, face lights up and they will take, um, uh, oh my God, X by both hands, walk over to the fabrics and just, okay, so yes, obviously you have a reddish tone, but we need to figure out, are you like a warm winter? Are you a dark autumn? And then we'll go from there. And like just fully goes into like stylist mode. I think X looks kind of alarmed and they like glance over their shoulder at the rest of the party like several times as Ciro is leading them away. Um, and then something warm breaks over their face like as Ciro kind of keeps going. Um, and uh, like you can't really tell if it's a mirror of a smile or if it's like a real expression that comes over their face as they like start nodding and offering like tiny bits of like, oh, I like gold, you know, like just just like little bits as like you're asking and uh, leading them around the shop. Gold. So autumn's perfect. <laughs> and like Just um, starts fully pulling stuff off, holding it up, keeping some stuff taking like putting back others just truly in it so anyone who has been here before uh is aware that the golden ornate mirror in the corner uh infamously uh is enchanted so that if you go in front of it and hold up a piece of clothing in front of you then your reflection shows what it would look like on your body and fully tailored you can still try stuff on if you want but that is an option I'm done talking. <laughs> um, Stag, what are you wearing? Oh, I've got some, you know, my five outfits in the back that mm. I think uh, Fragrant is, is grabbing. But I'm excited for the, you know, the main piece. It's a really nice suit. Uh, I listen, I won't, I won't take your thunder, but like color story? Color story? Oh, yeah. um, oh, what did my tailor say? Something about, you know, because it's my Ascension Ball, we start in the spring of my career, right? Mm -hmm. And then we end, we go through like a year of it, and we mm -hmm. end in like the height of my full bloom in summer. Mm -hmm. Something like that? I don't, I don't know. People usually just like measure me and give me really cool stuff to wear. Greens, reds? Yes. I think so. Yeah, those are colors that are, I think, yeah, yeah, greens and reds. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and Sarah just goes back to picking out clothes for X. Oh, 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 wait, Sarah, before you go back to picking stuff out for X, is there any way you could, like, um, just in terms of, like, being the style person and, like, nudging their choices, is there any way you could, like, I don't know, like, do you think X would look good? Or, I mean, I mean, do you think X would want to wear, like... Something uh, that would complement your outfit, which is why I'm asking you what you're wearing. Wait, that's why you were... Zero, that's really sweet of you. I, I mean, not like, I mean, <laughs> I just figured we should all be complimenting each other's outfits. As X says that, like, raising her voice, <laughs> kind of 
unnecessarily at the end. But, um, yes. If you don't mind. Listen, I won't lie. I know I have some making up to do. And you have always been a better friend to me than maybe I have been to you. So. Oh. I wouldn't... <laughs> I, I don't see our friendship like that at all, Zero. I, you... That's what I mean. Oh. You... You're just a good friend to me. Oh. So let me do something good for you. You know, whatever that bog thing was, that... I mean, I'm sorry it happened to you, but I'm also glad it did. Because it's, it, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I appreciate that, Zero. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yes, I will take your help. Uh, and I desperately need it because mm-hmm. I, I know what looks good, but I don't know how to get there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very used to saying yes or no when I'm presented with options and I usually take the one that is better, but yeah. All right. Um, yes, yeah, so I will try to steer X in a direction that compliments your look and yes yes that would be great is x just standing here during this conversation i'm so confused Um, i (laughs) believe that we moved but also it's ecstasy so (laughs) very true you tell me x is (laughs) x is deeply entranced and i think like maybe as they both pan over to look at x x is like pulling a suit of pitch black like shadow armor oh my god off of I, the wall I, absolutely I, not correct for i literally the had of, like, this prepared for you uh <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew you were gonna do this um this is also from siren's magnificent walking place uh as was a in the greenhouse by the way um 204 Cloak of the Forgotten. (laughs) You gain advantage in stealth and sleight of hand checks. After one week continuously wearing the cloak, you gain an additional plus five bonus to stealth and sleight of hand checks. After two weeks, plus five bonus to stealth and sleight of hand checks increase to 10 plus. At the start of the third week, every long rest, make a charisma saving throw, DC 13. On a success, nothing happens. On a fail, you fade from existence. (laughs) A cloak of literal so, ghosting. No. <laughs> so when you what the 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 thing you're um playing with, it, it looks like uh it was woven several hundred years ago during uh it, it looks like this. It was woven several hundred years ago during a seven day eclipse. Uh and those who dare to wear this cloak gradually fade away, eventually vanishing from history itself. This heavy cloak of dark fabric drips tendrils of misty shadow that dissipate upon hitting the ground. I need you to know, Vanna, that if I wore this cloak, I would have a plus 20 to my stealth rolls. Well, good thing you there's no to- way you can afford it, so... Who said I needed to afford it if it helps mm. me disappear? Mm. 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 
X is looking at it and they're like pulling the fabric out and their their eyes, these like dark pitch voids are like also starting to like reflect the the misty darkness coming off the cloak. Uh, and I think they turn and make eye contact with Ciro and like raise up the fabric like with a question on their face. Like absolute is, is dead this good? stare back. <laughs> Uh, and somehow, uh, Fragrant has appeared behind you, Ecstasy. I mean, I'm sure you heard them coming, uh, but <laughs> Fragrant is behind you and, and goes, you know, if, uh, the people that wear that, you know, they eventually just disappear entirely. Where do they go? Fragrant just shrugs. Well, they have to go somewhere. Does it eat them? That's a great question. I mean, I don't think anyone's worn it long enough for it to actually happen, but it is rumored that that is the effect. If oh. worn for a prolonged period of time. Then you're selling a cloak that eats people? Again, I don't think it eats people. But, you know, if you wanted to fade out of existence, perhaps it'd be a nice... Or, or get close and then pull it back at the last minute. The black also washes you out. It's blue. <laughs> the blue also washes you out. <laughs> oh, well, can I have it for um, other reasons? T to not wear at the ball? How much is this? This is 2,760 gold pieces. Mm. X nods thoughtfully, knowing full well that they have zero gold pieces to their name. <laughs> None gold pieces with left beef. Yeah. And they put the cloak back on the hanger and put it back up. Okay. A different color then, if you say so, Ciro. Uh And... Yeah. Sorry, really quick. Uh, fragrant was as... She was talking to you, actually. She had the, the pile of clothes for Stag uh, in her arms and, uh, and hands it over to you, uh, Stag, and is like, if, uh, if you'd like to... Uh, I keep forgetting what accent I'm using. If you'd like to try it on, you're more than welcome to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd love to. I put them uh, in actually, order I... of... Of the uh, color journey? Right, the thing you've just learned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think yeah, she quizzically like, tilts her head at you and is like, did not think that you would know anything about something like that. And it's like, yeah, yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so this must be the suit, like the one, right? Like your final number? Yeah. Yeah, it's the one on the bottom. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I'm going to put this one on first. I'll be right back, folks. Uh, whatever you want. Also, if like it's like just you just put on my card. It's no big deal. I will say we, we should probably set a spending limit <laughs> just so just, you know, like a like a credit card max. Uh, oh, Stag would be day. aware if there was one. Right. I'm How saying you it? tell What's me. What's a per diem? I don't know. You tell you, me. No, you tell me. I, okay. I, I, don't, gonna... I don't think you're going to be able to put the cloak on the card is all I, I'll say. Well, I think you said what, 2,000 gold. I think that's like 200 <laughs> platinum or something, a little 20 platinum. I'm bad at math. Um, it's a lot of money. I don't think you yeah. can put the cloak on the card. Like, I think there's a... 
There's I don't know how many doll hairs that is. So like uh, a regular <laughs> set, to... a regular mm-hmm. set of like fine clothes would be like between fifteen and thirty gold pieces. Whoa! So that's two thousand. Is that the equivalent of like a million bucks? I don't know. It's it's expensive. Okay. I, I don't okay. I don't yeah. know okay. exchange rates. <laughs> then I think Stag's spending maybe monthly spending limit uh, on this account would be like maybe seven hundred gold, maybe a thousand, okay. maybe a thousand. And you've yeah. already how much was that fucking whistle? <laughs> what else did you get there? <laughs> uh, we got the whistle. We got the little like a few gold pieces of the spa the treatment bell. Yeah. and the bell. So you tell me. I forget how much the whistle was. I didn't write the whistle's one hundred and twenty gold pieces. Gold pieces. Okay. And then so, you spent some gold at the spa. And let's say like 10, maybe. What else did you get? Oh, and the rental equipment. That's probably a couple hundred gold. Like 300? Sure. So you probably so only have like 570 left <laughs> if she has a 1,000 monthly limit. Oh, you said, I thought you said 750. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, can I do thought that. that's what uh, you said. No, I don't care, but. <laughs> I think like a nice even thousand. Let's say a nice even thousand is what she gets every month. All so right. she has five seventy left. <laughs> All right. Ridiculous. Uh, so uh, Stag has popped in to try that on. Liv, what were you gonna do? Um, I was going to just like clock the color of the suit so I can start pulling pieces that complement it. Yes. Obviously, he's yeah. going to tell us what X wears, but that is like that is the narrative I'm mm-hmm. leaving. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just don't give us the full outfit yet, Connie. But what is sort of the color palette of the final fit? It's black, uh, and red, and with a little bit of like silver jewelry. Love I it. have I have some image reps that are going to drop in chat very soon. Perfect. All right. Uh, Jaisha and Baru, what's going on? Um, I think this whole time Baru's been kind of quiet. Um, but once Fragrance comes out from the back with Stag's um, clothing, they'll kind of raise their hand and go, excuse me, um, I, I, I came uh, a couple of weeks ago to get fitted um and i think my my dress should be ready today oh that's right i remember you i will grab it right away thank you disappears back to the back room again i think in contrast to the way that zero has been very uh decidedly going around flitting around and finding you know good things to show x uh to compare to uh Texas complexion and whatnot. Uh, I think Jisha, on the other hand, has been kind of like just aimlessly kind of floating around the store, picking up kind of like random things, being like, ah, I guess maybe this thing. And kind of like going up to that mirror, to that ornate gold mirror and like holding it up to mm-hmm. see what it would look like on them. And they just keep doing that. And Honestly, Ray is like not really sure what the correct vibe is. So I think the array of clothes that they have gathered range from like, like, like just range across so many different styles. There is nothing cohesive about them at all as they're kind of like trying to figure out like what they're supposed to wear. And so I, and I think at a certain point, Ray just kind of like starts watching the other people and like what they're 
picking out um, as people get closer to like finalizing their their outfits to try and like take hints to be like, oh, OK, OK, we're going we're going in that direction. <laughs> Uh, well, if I may proffer, while, while you're looking around for clothes, you also uh, run into something that kind of draws your eye. Um, and it it looks just like a regular blue, a, like dark blue, almost like denim-y satchel bag. Um, but you get a feeling that uh, it faintly, faintly sparkles. So, you know, it's like magical um, and has two compartments on the front and embossed on the side of the like ma the main flap of it are the words if found returned to but the name following has long since faded into uh it's it's illegible now um do you want to inspect it further yeah cool why am i drawn to this bag um who can say i'm sure it has nothing to do with me <laughs> um once again fragrant pops up uh, out of nowhere and is like leaning over your shoulder as you're examining it uh, and she's like oh the the bag of convenience has caught your eye oh uh, what makes it so convenient uh, she reaches inside and starts sort of pawing around um, inside it as she explains uh, this bag is, uh, is a bit of a portal to an empty dimension and it responds to the thoughts and the needs of the person using it so when the user puts their hand and thinks of an object, the object will materialize in their hand and can be pulled out and used. And with that, she like pulls out a measuring tape uh, that, you know, that a seamstress would would use. That's quite interesting. What are the limitations of the objects that you can pull out of it? Uh, it seems to be there's a bit of a spending limit involved. I haven't seen anyone pull anything worth more than five gold pieces out and uh, a size limit it has to fit in your hand and the item tends to function exactly as normal but uh it's it's kind of it's a bit gray uh and and you take another look at the measuring tape and it just looks like a bit dull there's a bit of like this gray tinge to it and it kind of looks i don't know like it's like it's only partially rendered or something. Interesting. Uh, how much for this bag? This is 430 gold pieces. Ah, and I think, Jisha, you know the thing that you do when you've been eyeing something at the store and yeah. you really like it, and then you check the price tag and you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I think Jisha yeah. just kind of does one of those where they just kind of go, oh, oh, aha. Uh -huh. Right, this is beautiful but i think uh an outfit <laughs> i think she just kind of like turns around and starts looking for clothes again yeah. okay i think bari like does right when you're about to like leave that area just go up and go oh by the way i i, I need to pay you back for the flowers and just pulls out like three copper and gives it to you like here you go thank you so much i really appreciate it it's like not oh, even enough thanks. money that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not even close. oh uh thank you I think, I think Fragrance <laughs> sees the exchange of money and, like, <laughs> raises her brow <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> well, excuse you, Fragrance. Uh, Not all of us are rich. <laughs> I feel like we need to go to the thrift short yeah. version of whatever this place is. 
absolutely the, not. We will clothes, not be thrifting. How dare you? The clothes are like reg- regular price, right? Or, or, or reasonably priced, but it's just magic items that are that are uh, more yeah. upscale, of course. <laughs> uh amazing uh but uh you you approach and um fragrant turns you know rolls her eyes and then turns to you and hands over the the uh altered dress that you ordered thank you uh and if you want to try it on we have the fitting rooms over here you're welcome to use the mirror yeah i'll try try to wear it i'll probably need to get used to wearing it um can somebody help me with the zip i don't know if i can do that on my own I'll help you. Thank you. And they'll scurry off to with X to the Do you live? Do you have an outfit for X by this time? Um. Yes. Okay. I would say that I do. All right. So I X feel like maybe there in. are several yeah, that X goes it. in with. I love it. Okay. So the two of you go into the same changing room. Very cute. Uh. And what's everybody else doing? Um, I think at this point, Ciro would, like, flutter past Jaisha and just, cool winter, Jaisha, you're a cool winter, and start, like, pulling clothes in that color scheme. Cool winter, that, like, cool winter, it, right. Yes, yes. So whites, pales, creams, grays, silver. You look good in silver. Um, and I'm just, like, pulling all these things for my bestie. I love it. Staghauer, you're also in a changing room right now, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I so have, I think Stag comes out first. <laughs> so let's yep. uh, let's let's see what we got. The runway music starts playing. Okay, I'm gonna drop two images in our backstage chat, and then I'm gonna do my best to paint a word picture. It's like these two images mashed together. Okay. Uh, so the best <laughs> way I can describe this is celestial military chic. Uh, it's like she has an oversized military coat hanging off of her shoulders that she's not the sle- she's not using the sleeves. You know what I mean? Like that sort of like, ooh, like the daddy uh, coat. Uh, and it's pure white. It's a pure white outfit with gold threading uh and the inside of the cape uh of the military coat uh also has these like beautiful gold embellishments shot through with obsidian thread uh and she's wearing like a three-piece suit underneath the cloak right uh very dolce and gabbana like a little bit of like high fashion runway like that kind of like styling um the three-piece suit, the bottom layer, uh, has like kind of like this ruffle uh, by her throat, uh, like a, a nice starched collar and a bit of a ruffle, uh, and these beautiful beads of jewelry. Uh, that she, She's just materialized the accessories as well. Maybe they're in the bag with her. Um, and she's wearing these, I think, like, like, I, I can't decide between white and black pants. I kind of want to go with the pure white, though. Like, these pure white pants going all the way down, uh, and maybe, like, some detailing on the insides of the cloak, uh, as well as maybe on the insides of the sleeves, and, like, the insides of, like, every piece of her clothing and her suit uh, is black and gold as well. So she looks very, like... She, this is, like like high fashion up here like it's very like inappropriate for like a casual setting like this would only look at home on a runway uh or at a very fancy party uh and i think like stag's just kind of like you know rolling her shoulders like checking the cloak right like straightening out her cuffs um adjusting the cufflinks <laughs> uh as well as like the i think there's like a tie that she's wearing uh adjusting like the the little like pin on the tie as well 
Uh, I think when you come out, Fragrance, the first one to notice and it, and just like nods like she did an amazing job. <laughs> like She's like, yes, this is my magnum opus right here. <laughs> um, uh, Ciro and Jaisha, how do you react? Uh, I think Jaisha sees uh, the outfit and is like mesmerized by... I, th I think the fact that it is both somehow very like clean, orderly, like stiff, but at the same time, like ethereal is the combination of the two is what makes Jaisha unable to look away, I think. And I don't think it helps with Stag's perception of Jaisha's feelings because Jaisha is just like enraptured by this outfit um, as kind of Stag walks out and Ray is just kind of staring like mouth slightly open, <laughs> like unable to say anything. <laughs> Sarah's just clapping, just like polite golf clap. I can't, I, I don't have two hands at this time, but you know. <laughs> yes, Doug does a little spin, you know, and is like doing a little bit of a mock bow. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. What do the two of you think? It's, you're beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh. I look at Jaisha. I look at Jaisha. I'm trying so hard not to scream. <laughs> Like, yeah, I did like, an insane check on Jason, even though they told me earlier. I mean, that's up to Humna. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go for it. I mean, <laughs> do you just want to choose to fail? <laughs> yeah, like, like you can yeah. just know. What is, uh, I got a 13. <laughs> what, well, it doesn't matter really. What it, what is, what is Ciro pick up on with uh, uh, Jaisha? Jaisha's having a moment. Uh, I think they're reevaluating a lot of things in their life right now. <laughs> I think what also is interesting is like I feel like when when it's it's repeatedly suggested to you that you have a crush on someone or that you're interested in someone, you're kind you kind of can't help but think you're like, like wait, do I? Do I? You're like wait, do I? You start looking at <laughs> them differently. Yourself and having feelings, yeah. <laughs> so I think this uh, this on top of potentially that going on is a bit of a bit much. You're just confused. <laughs> Jaisha's gay. <laughs> yeah. Stag turns, like, clocks the, like, uh, happening on Jaisha's face. Uh, she sort of approaches you. Oh. Jaisha. Uh, how do I put this? You know what? Why don't we pick out a really nice suit or a dress or whatever you want for yourself as well? And uh, let's keep things profesh. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm going to disintegrate. <laughs> and I think Jisha like already has a bunch of clothes oh in her God. arms that like Zero had like thrown at them. And they're just like nodding like, uh-huh, pro professional, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, it's your ball and I would not want to do anything to ruin that for you. I appreciate that. Oh, this suit comes with a whip. And she's sort of like... <laughs> Moves the coat aside to reveal like a pure white whip attached to her hip. Connie, no. Connie, what? Money, no. Connie's just doing this on purpose. Pack it up. <laughs> You're muted, Drag. 
Now, see, that was just violence. That was just that targeted was, violence. That was that was queer targeted violence. Um, incredible. So when will the infighting stop? <laughs> Baru, I think maybe you're you're gussed up at this point. Why don't you? Uh, <laughs> why don't you? Um, why don't you tell us? Oh my god. Why don't you uh tell us uh what uh, what Bar's outfit is? What what they what they do when they come out. You're muted still. You're muted still. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um I was hard muted. Um yeah, it's a combination of these and basically um it's a beautiful form fitting ombre floor length gown. Um it starts black at the top and then uh, begin to shift into a really deep burgundy near like the mid thigh area um sleeveless with a high neckline and uh, has i believe it's called rush rushing it's like purposeful Ru creases Ruching, yeah purple creases down um the length of it and just very you can you will have to get close to see it but you can see that there's like silver threads inter in, uh, intertwined within there to give it a slight glimmer when the light hits it just right and a and at the right at the left hip is uh kind of cut out where you can see some skin some scales of the the <laughs> the thigh and waist and on their uh right side it's just uh side splits so you can see then their whole leg depending on how they walk they have um blue i think probably like brown or burgundy high heels on as well and on the length of the near the, on the edge of the split on the um right side where it's pretty much all burgundy in black you can see the a word in celestial um, a couple of words in celestial um sewn in and it just says um shining star in celestial along that um edge and they kind of walk out uh, they have, I think they have like most of their hair up, but they obviously let their snakes loose and free enough so they're not um, uncomfortable um, with a normal um, earring on their right ear and the kind of steampunk gauntlet, which probably doesn't fit great with the color, but you can tell they don't, they don't want to remove it. Like that's their kind of comfort item. And they kind of step out um, kind of awkwardly, I think. I, I think this is the most... They were, they were more uncomfortable in the bathhouse for sure, <laughs> but they're also they're also kind of uncomfortable because I don't think they've ever dressed up this much before. So they're kind of trying to be as small as possible as they step out of the the fitting rooms. All right, who's outside right now? Uh, Stag, Ciro, and Jaisha. What are your reactions? Baru, did you do? Did you pick that out all by yourself? Um. Actually, no. Um, my mum helped. It, it, regardless, it's it's you look great. Because in our session zero, I picked out Bari's outfit. Um, so Zero has this like sense of pride um, at like how wonderful Baru looks, and probably starts like flittering around and like looking at the dress and getting a closer look before like nodding and just approval. Yeah, Vanna, it wasn't I think, me, and I promise it wasn't going to be me. 
I was like, oh, your reaction is to condescend them. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do that yourself, you big girl? (laughs) You big girl. I promise I wasn't. I think X had come out of the changing room with Baru. They are not dressed yet. Um, They're dressed in their normal clothes, I mean, um, but they're not dressed in their clothes. Uh, They're not dressed in their outfit. I can honestly see X coming out naked. It's like, well, I thought it just worked in this town. We did it at the bathhouse. Are we not supposed to? (laughs) Their shirt's like unbuttoned a little bit, but they come out like right behind Baru. And there is this like big kind of, expression on their face uh and they're going like doesn't he look stunning bar it looks it looks it looks so good you look so good the colors and they they match the snakes and and it looks great you look like you're going into a into a story i think bar is kind of overwhelmed with all these compliments (laughs) just kind of like thank you um I I might need some practice walking in these. <laughs> I can like try to take a take a step, but very much catch himself and go, no, I'm gonna just stay here for a bit. <laughs> oh. Jason Stag, do you have uh, any response to seeing Baru all all gussied up? I think uh Jaisha is like uh uh, still, like, trying to, like, sort of some rifle through their, uh, all of the different clothes that Sierra had gave them, and uh, Bray kind of, like, looks up as Baru comes out and is like, that's amazing. I can't believe that you I, I can't believe that you, uh, were able to pick out something so so flattering for you as well. Um, I think just not not in, like, a condescending way, but in, like, a, in, like, a <laughs> I think Jaisha is surprised that Baru <laughs> that Baru has such like a good like grasp of like uh, of fashion as well, um, and where like truly <laughs> uh, truly is having like a damn everyone's good at this kind of moment right now. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank Stag. Uh, Stag also turns when Baru comes in and like uh, her eyebrows uh, raise and she like sort of cocks her head to the side. Whoa. Are you clean up nicely? Thank, thank you. So, so do you. Ah, thanks. Yeah. And X also turns to see Stag, uh, and the expression literally like shatters off of their face uh, and turns to like, like this like kind of like small like shocked expression. I need to go. Uh, and they start walking toward the door and then they pivot, turn around and like power walk into the, uh, into the changing room. And as they go, like their, their face is like getting like warmer and more colorful and they're staring at the ground as hard as they can. Uh, and they t- like, they open the curtain so roughly that like it comes off of three of the hooks, uh, the, like the curtain rod, uh, and then they like pull it shut as fast as they can. I just uh, look right at Stag. It's just smug smirk. Just. Oh, they okay? What did I do? Something wrong, Zero? No, I don't think you did a single thing wrong. I think you did everything right. Oh, and I still made them upset. They're... Stag, they're not upset. Really. 
No. Are they happy? Um, I I would say that's m- more correct. Um, I think you really impressed them. I think you left a strong impression. Yeah, I think they'll be thinking about this for a while. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, let's see I mean, why it's... why this conversation is going on. Jaisha, you also duck into a, a changing room. Does that work for you? Amazing. Um, so who who makes it out first, Jaisha or Ecstasy? That depends. Is uh, X like needing a moment? Uh, or, or X like needs a moment. Okay, yeah. Uh, and Ciro, you could also get in on that. Yeah, right. um, I'm gonna like pat a uh, stag on the shoulder, give him a thumbs up, and zoom into a dressing room. That really deserved a, a butt pat, but I'll I'll let it slide. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, get down in there, the stag on the ass. <laughs> I am like at the perfect level. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to think about that. Are you at stag ass height? <laughs> when not flying, I think you are. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> Man, so Ciro, like, really knows what Stag's ass mm. looks like. I yeah. know what Stag's ass looks like more than I know what their facial oh features look like. Oh my god, no like. wonder you're oh. such an ass kicker, or ass kisser with Stag. It's because you're at the perfect height yeah. to do so. Exactly. Oh exactly. Um, other seven-foot cuties at the university keep them. Seven-foot cuties. <laughs> Jaisha, why don't we, why don't you come out first? Does that work? Yeah, All right. no, that works. Let's see. I... I think Jisha comes out very tentatively, like they're not sure if they picked something that would look good or is like appropriate for the occasion or anything. They kind of they're like and they're like muttering to themselves like cool winter, cool winter as as Ray comes out, which is what Ciro told them that they are. And I think they come out in what can only be described as a combination dress and pantsuit. Um, so. On the top, we can see that it is this uh, long-sleeved, like, suit jacket that is cut open at the front, so the entirety of their chest is revealed, and you can see, like, that crystal vitiligo in full um, form, like, in full clarity at this point. Um, And it is a, I want to say, like, a, like, a teal, kind of, like, very dark muted, like, teal color, and it kind of uh, cinches at the waist into this almost corset with these silver buttons and then it opens out flares out into a like mesh netting dress and through the mesh netting you can see that they are wearing um a uh pantsuit like pants as well like uh like trousers and the Netting on the dress itself has different kinds of like flowers and succulents uh, sort of like woven into them. So they're kind of just like spilling out uh, onto the floor as they walk and uh, around them from the front where this sort of like open section of their of their suit jacket is you can see that they have these silver chains that start from around where their collarbone is and then they kind of like cinch around to the back and they kind of like frame the back of them as well and jisha just kind of like comes out and stands there kind of awkwardly and like looks at zero expectantly and then looks at stag expectantly zero is in a dressing room so your safety net is Uh, gone In that case, looks I guess at Stag um, as the only person and Baru. That... Yeah, yeah. You're looking to your crush for approval. 
<laughs> Look, no. That's how it should go. It's how it should go. I don't know what to tell you. Whoa. Hey, you clean up nicely, too. You look Is this right? Is this uh, fancy enough? Is this uh, the right style or... Definitely fancy enough, but uh, if you're going to be flashing your tits at my dad's, uh... Ideally uh, not at your dad's or at it's anyone, just, it's just, really. It's very open, but I think it should be fine. It's it's a pretty high fashion event, so there's going to be people wearing all kinds of wacky things. But yeah, I mean, not that you look wacky. You look great. I don't you know really if great. wacky is the, the goal, and I think Jisha just starts to like... I like, I like how out the gate Stag just admits they were staring at Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Stag was staring at your pectorals. I think you look great. I, I think it perfectly fits what everyone would be wearing. I don't think it's wacky. Stag, it's not wacky. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. It's not wacky at all. That was the that was the wrong word to use. You, you actually, you look really good. Thank you. I'm surprised you. you could look like that. Actually. And I think Ginger like, huh? uh, is doing the math, like, woman doing math meme in Rare Head at that, like, should I be offended? Should I, should I be, should I? and they just kind of nod and go, uh-huh, thank uh, you. By that, I mean, I was surprised you could look, you know, like, so, so pretty, I guess. I, Baru used the word gorgeous, I agree. Uh, handsome, thank, thank you both. Asiro, uh, can you come out and save this? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I hear my best friend getting ruthlessly roasted. On, and I uh, exit. Um, okay. So Ciro comes out and they have on like an outfit of just like pure silver hue, like that very soft light gray. Not quite white. Seems a little tacky, but like that soft kind of white and gray color. It is a high neck piece. Um, and then the shoulders are uh, cut out, but there are long sleeves that um, extend all the way to like their fingers. Like it connects at the middle finger. There are um, sort of leaves in a... Um, silver metal so there is like the metal glinting and gleaming there are uh leaf brocade kind of situation framing the open spots and then going down and around their chest so it like frames their torso um those go down and line over the top of the pants that they are wearing and the pants that they are wearing are like in incredibly sheer but still tasteful um flare style pants that actually opens at the side so it's like split at the side so Ciro uh, steps a leg out to show off the shoes that they are wearing um you just see like full leg moment and that leafing continues down to frame the sides of their pants um they are wearing impossibly tall shoes <laughs> impossibly tall um like silver sandaly heels that lace up their leg and in a metal that is similar um they do not have their gloves but you will never catch them slipping because they're wearing like these um silver tipped finger metal like finger armor finger armor they're wearing that <laughs> on their hands so 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ciro, Ciro's uh, presence, uh, the fashionista, the appointed fashionista of the group, uh, interrupts this sad attempt to <laughs> compliment Jaisha. Uh, what is y'all's reactions to Ciro? And Ciro to Jaisha, yeah. Yeah, before anybody can say anything, um, Ciro just, like, puts a hand to their chest, looks at their best friend, and just, I did such a good job. You look so good. This is correct. This is right. It's not wacky. Who would ever? I don't do wacky work. Um, and I like. I go over and I um, take like. Of course, if you allow, I take uh, Ray's hands and start like stretching them out so I can just like fully admire the piece. And yep, mm-hmm, do a turn. Um, and I like. Once you're all done, I nod and I'm just like, yes, perfect. You look perfect. You look like a plant goddess. Well, thank you. I'm going to turn to the rest of the group and wait, pointedly. Yeah, you do. You do look like a plant goddess. You look, you look, you look, you look amazing, Ciro. Wow. It's just, I mean, everything you picked out is just, it compliments you perfectly. Thank you. Obviously the fashionista of our generation. You know, I wasn't going to say it, so I'm glad somebody else did. Thank you. <laughs> and the I shoes. Think it great. Yes, and the the best part. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, I forgot a little detail. So when Zero walks out, their wings are laid flat, like they've purposefully flattened their wings, so it almost gives the illusion of a cape. Um, the, with the way that their wings lay flat, but. At mention of the shoes, Ciro starts to fly so they don't have to walk in these impossibly tall heels. <laughs> and that's gaming the system. How tall is Ciro in these heels? A solid five set, four seven, not five seven, four seven. How tall is Ciro normally? Oh, four. so there's seven inches. Okay, that's not bad. Seven that's not inch bad. Heel. That's actually not bad. <laughs> is it not bad? <laughs> I'm a pole dancer. I, I we dance in eight inch heels. Like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Damn. I can hear my ankle snapping. Seriously. Ankles will go up. I think the tallest knee live the players ever worn is six inches. So. Tallest I've worn are wedges, my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe two inches on a, on a, you know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Really? As soon as I have like that front block, I can't feel the pain anymore when it's like, you know what I'm talking about? What, anyway, a, anyway. what a sentence. <laughs> I can't feel the pain anymore. Yeah, oh no, stack size are fixed on Ciro's like seven inch heels. Yeah, and those shoes. I mean, damn. Is that a cape? No. <laughs> the same way that I did for uh, the dryad in the fucking. <laughs> greenhouse i start showing off my wings again <laughs> work 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 you better work bitch you want a maserati you want a hot body yeah basically yes, absolutely <laughs> Ecstasy. Man, i love that aside thank you i love I britney spears just... <laughs> <laughs> sorry <clears throat> Sarah, you do look amazing. And you too, Jaisha. And X is just out. They have come out of the dressing room silently, as always, classically, in fact. And 
they have actually pulled their hair back, which is maybe like the first thing that they've noticed. They're kind of overgrown, like uncut hair. Uh, using like kind of the wetness from the bathhouse, they like have raked it back behind them. So it's just kind of like falling down behind them. And there are like a few strands coming down over their face. Uh, and they're wearing all of their jewelry still. Uh, and they are in this gorgeous, long, pure white pantsuit and robe that Ciro has picked out for them, um, where the pants are like wide and flowing. They look a little bit like a um, somewhere between like priest vestments and like a high divine, like high divinity coming out of the uh, changing room. Pant legs are wide. They're wearing these like white booted heels um, and up to um, the middle of the dress, which is a like plunging neckline that comes all the way down. Uh, and in the center of their chest, down their sternum, um, you can actually make out their tattoo just based on how the, uh, the pantsuit sits. Um, and I described this earlier, but I'll do it one more time because it is just so more, so much fun. Three words down the center of their chest, um, written in infernal that say mercy, mercy, mercy. And the top one has been crossed out with a scar. Um, but otherwise they're wearing this like white pantsuit with this, uh, gold detailing down the front, like down this kind of like, um, plunging neckline where, uh, it makes the almost like draconic, like embroidery down the front, uh, and a long white, like robed cape that's open, uh, that's just dragging on the floor behind them. They pause, they look both directions and Jaisha, you look lovely too. The flowers suit you well, I think. Thank you. That, the, you look like an angel. Angels don't exist. I don't know if that's true, but either way. They, they, they do. I suppose, sort of. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Tisha. Stag? You look incredible. <laughs> the world needs to know. Stag is silent. Her mouth is hanging open, like literally actually just hanging open, and she is just staring at X. Like their fit, like every part of their outfit, their face, their shoulders, the way the neckline goes all the way down with all of the golden embroideries, the pantsuit itself, the boots, the, the hair, the hair with the little bells to on the horn. And Stag is silent. Ecstasy, there is a moment where you lock eyes with Stag, and I need you to tell me, high or low? Hi? In this moment, it's only a very small amount of time, but for the first time, agony seizes control of your body while you are conscious. 
What do they do? They have maybe 10 seconds. Uh, agony. Uh, first of all, X's eyes go white all the way. Like that burst of uh, the little white ring around their pupils just goes all the way white. And it eats up the pupil itself, too. Tilt their head. They walk over to Stag slowly, like, and you can hear the tap, 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 tap. And then they lift up a single finger and sh shut Stag's open mouth. Don't wear it all on your face. You give so much away. That's it. Uh, huh? Um. <laughs> and what, what is, what is X coming back into themselves look like? Oh. Uh. Ow. Their eyes are black again. Yeah, I, I look straight at Jayshaw when this happens. I think Jayshaw can recognize Agony's demeanor. It it's hard to forget. Ah, after. And if you were able to it. see uh, their face, the eye shift is very obvious as well. Yeah, so I think Jayshaw recognizes what has happened here, and when. Agony took control. I think Jaisha made a motion to like step towards Stag as if to protect her, um, but wasn't able to like get there in time with, you know, X being as quick as they are. Um, but I think Jaisha is like a little bit closer to Stag now and uh, kind of like steps in front and looks at Ecstasy and says, what are you doing? What am I doing? Do you rem do do you remember what you just did? What did I? And X takes like several steps back. What did you? What did you just see? I don't think you're okay, X. And I think uh, Jisha kind of like turns towards Baru. And then to Zero and then to Stag. And then back to X. We need to talk. Because I think you might be in danger. In danger. That thing, that person, or whatever it is, um, there's something inside you, I think. Stag, the that's not X, or wasn't X. Yeah, what, uh, what hap- Wait, what's going on? Jaysha, what do you know? What? I had a dream. Your eyes- what? 
You do suddenly remember that you are in a small tailor shop and Fragrant is leaning on the counter, brows raised and staring at all of you. Let's do this. Let's have this conversation at home. Uh, okay. I don't, wait, what do you mean in danger? Is, is there something we need to do like right now? I don't know. Okay. And Jisha will look like both concerned and fearful towards X because they're not sure whether this is whether they need to protect X or whether they need to protect themselves from X. I'm not in danger, Jisha. Then you're a danger to the rest of us. Do you think okay, power is danger? Inherently? And X like takes a few steps towards Jaisha. Because oh, the last time... A step between Jaisha and X? X, we, we can talk about this somewhere else. And I'd like make a eye contact with Fragrant. X looks at you and then looks past you towards Jasha. And then their face falls a little bit. <laughs> you don't understand. How could you? How could you understand? So, are you going to be paying separately, or...? Just put it all on my card. Uh, thanks, Fragrant. Uh, and Stag is going to, like, try usher everyone out. It's still in the office. I'm incredible. I help with that. If I go over my limit, just bill my dad's. It's fine. Okay. And Stag just, like, she, like, pushes everyone out of the store. And, think, like, as I soon think, as we spill yeah. out... I think as you're going out, she just hands you, like, a... A, a, a nice it's, it's a nice looking bag that has all of your actual clothes in it <laughs> they're like she all, grabbed, all yeah. folded and there's like a bit of like potpourri in there or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah stag grabs all of it and like starts shoving it into the respective clothes owner's arms and as soon as we're all outside like out of earshot of uh fragrant and in the anonymous murk of just the crowd on the street stag's gonna kind of like whirl around and like use use her bulk and her size to sort of like like command a little bit uh look at jaisha and x specifically look i don't know what's going on here but i think sarah's right this is probably a conversation we should have like at home home but if no one's in like immediate danger and that's a question mark she looks between jaisha and x like let's Calm down, okay? Because this was supposed to be just like a regular outing. We get our outfits, you know? Everyone looks great. Ev everyone looks really amazing and gorgeous and beautiful. And ev everyone here looks dazzling, like an angel. Everyone, uh, you know? So let's just keep that going, right? Like, we don't have to fight right now. No, we don't. Sooner rather than later. Because I 
And Jisha, I think, like, looks over at X as Ray is talking. It did something to me. That thing, agony, it calls itself. Where did you go? I told you I had a dream. Then how did you find them? They live in this. Uh, and X is like holding onto their bow. Uh, and they run their finger down along the runes on their bow. Not. I had just assumed that it was your dreamscape and that I had somehow. Who are they? Like, they call themselves Agony. They live in your bow, but... X looks like they're trying to find a way to run. Like, their eyes are, like, now darting, like, this way, that way, this way, that way. Like, they're trying to find the perfect escape route. Uh, Wrong if I even noticed that. Uh, hey, 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 like... Guy suggested, let's hold off on these kinds of intense conversations until we're back on campus. X, why don't you come with me? Um, uh, there's this ice cream place that we, you know, we looked at, but we didn't, we didn't stop by. Uh, I know a place we, we can talk. That's private. Jisha, I don't know if X wants to talk right now. Fine. Let's talk slumbering like people don't go there lead the way based on what Nekahua told you uh, you know that the spring from the greenhouse feeds into the river and the river feeds into the lake so you can essentially follow that uh, as a, a path inland to get there is that what you do? Yep. Someone going to say something? Oh, yes. <laughs> I heard someone on mute, so I was like, I can wait. Um, you do follow the water, and I think probably in sort of uh, considerate silence, um, and you approach the lake, and you can see that the water... Uh, is crystal clear. Uh, and Jaisha, this immediately is familiar to you. Uh, not in just that you have seen this lake in your visions, um, but that same sort of familiar being node feeling kind of curls just barely around you. Um, and just as... Uh, Nicola said, it is completely still, the lake surface. There's, a, there's even a wind going, and it does not cause ripples on the surface. There are no animals that are, are disrupting the surface. Um, there are plants that are emerging from it, but there is no sort of like movement from the plant that is causing small ripples out from that. It is completely completely still 
and essentially acting as a mirror for the sky and foliage above it. Um, there are water lilies floating on the top, uh, lily pads, um, groups of uh, algae and duckweed throughout. Um, cattails are also poking out and uh, you can even see around the edges like if you look in actually you can see small fish swimming around and every now and then you can see a, a frog breaststroke uh, and a swift movement across a section of the lake uh, and that's what you take in when you get there Oh, and there's a small island at the center that has what looked to be the largest and therefore oldest trees in this area. And when we get there, I think Jisha takes a moment to center themselves and to sit into this comfortable feeling and to allow that to calm them down a little bit, make them feel a little bit safer. And then they turn to X. So. I think Zero asked a question. Do you know what a demagogue is? It is said that the Demogoth is the husk of forgotten gods from previous cycles. Dead creatures, demons, devils. Anti-divinity. That is what agony is. There's a dead god inside your bow? No. Yes. Anti-divinity, so... Destruction. Divinity is destruction. It's anti-divinity. It is both. What, 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 what was what what was is agony the god of? It's not. It's a shade. It's a creature that. It's a creature that I have been working for a long time. That my family has been working for a long time to seek the favor of. If you wandered into my dream and you stuck your hand into a well of power, then I cannot assume to know what it would do to you, Jaisha. I've been training my entire life to be able to carry it. It's volatile. It's dangerous. So is every, so is every type of power. So is the Auric. But you folded into Salome's arms so easily, didn't you? Salome and the Auric are not volatile in the same way. There's order. There's reason. I don't know. Click and try to blow us up with a huge purple worm. 
And Klecka's orc, too. Klecka doesn't have the power that Agony does. Baru, were you going to say something? I think Baru definitely, like, raised, like, moved as if they were going to say something and then sees everyone talking over and then quietens again. But once they see a moment, they'll turn to X and just say, um, do you mind? And they'll gesture to the bow. I won't break it. I'll be gentle. I won't damage it. I'd just like to take a look at it. X looks very reticent, but they look at you. Please be careful with it. They hand you the bow. I take the bow very, very carefully. I think Baru obviously does um, the manual labor of like the rough manual labor of like blacksmithing and forging, but it also does things like glass blowing. So you know how to be very delicate and gentle with things that, that are fragile and Though they've seen this bow release and sustain a lot of force, they handle this thing like it's a thin sheet of glass. And I would like to look at these runes and see if I can understand what their purpose are. Um, I, I use a lot of runes in my own crafting of magical items to imbue it with spells, or at least a equivalent of spell, spells and magical properties. So I would like to see if I can figure what out what this is. What, uh, are you okay with that, C? Please, I invite it. What, uh, what does Baron, or what does Drag need to roll? Oh, uh... Arcana? Arcana? Or religion, maybe? And then what's the DC? Uh, I'll just roll a flat D20, maybe, if that's okay? Yeah. 14. Okay. I would like to petition to use my <laughs> my understanding of um, wood carving to know what kind of runes I need to put into wood to sustain the weight of essentially a god or at least a shadow of a god. Mm, see, you'll have to decide if that's relevant. I'm, I'm thinking it might not be relevant because the runes are depending on the rune's purpose. It might not be relevant, but I kind of want you to succeed on this anyway, so if that means you can add something that I think you should, I don't know. Either way, I, I'm not um, I'm not hurting when it comes to Arcana or religion, so... The DC's not too high, so let's see what happens. Yeah. In the that is a 19. You beat it. Um, and it would, it would be a 20. And you're trying to discern. expertise. I mean. You're uh, trying to dis discern the purpose of these runes. Yes. See. I think it becomes very clear as X is looking at you and you're looking at the runes. That. Your eyes almost slide down to the tattoo. They match. Mercy, 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 or at least parts of that. And I think it becomes clear as you're examining it that the bow is almost like, uh, it, it's like a connecting point 
between a a creature, this what X called a demagoth, and ecstasy. And that this bow acts as kind of like a point of connection between them, where this creature can give X power through the bow, and X returns something. X gives back to it. And maybe like even through thinking about this, this is like the connecting point that it becomes clear that X has been giving back misery. They've been giving back agony, the feelings of pain and emotion that they elicit through using their bow. The moment of pain gets siphoned up through the runes and given back to the creature, like this equal exchange of power both ways. And there's almost, it's like this, this moment of like these two circles and where they meet the Venn diagram is the bow. Okay. Okay. So the bow is like a conduit more than, okay. Um, As this moment of understanding passes over your face, Baru, ecstasy involuntarily you cast Mind Sliver at Baru. Baru, very suddenly, this piercing, disorienting spike of psychic energy pierces through your mind. If I may... And you take six points of damage. If I may... uh... Because Baru, Jaisha and Baru had uh, combined their magic together not too long ago. I think Baru knows what Jaisha's magic feels like, and it feels like this. Damn, okay. I think... um, So what this originally, what this would have looked like is as they take their bow... Bari kind of sits on the ground cross-legged and you can see that they're kind of suddenly in the zone and tracing their finger across the runes and I think if anyone who's not good with but like has an eye for the arcane they'll see that as they trace along the runes there's almost like a shadow and after image an arcane after image that kind of lifts up off of the bow um, as it's almost like um when you write on a piece of paper and there's paper underneath and you shade it so you can see what was written previously. Kind of similar to that, but with the shape of this bow, they try to understand how it works and where it's going, where the connection's going. And all of a sudden, it snaps back into the bow and Barry stumbles backwards as they wipe their nose um, as they hit with this mind sliver. Um, um, and the runes on Baru. the glow, uh, runes on the bow fi- faintly glow as well right afterwards as it's sucking it up. Um, Baru, and X quickly takes the bow out of her hands. Um, I, I look to Jaisha. Are you okay? What happened? Yes, no, um... That hurt. Uh, it felt. I think it hurt me. It attacked me, but it didn't. It, it felt 
like you. And I'll turn to Jaisha. Uh, like, like you cast the spell. I, I, we, I saw, I've seen you cast the spell and, and it what had spell? a similar um, mind sliver. Um, and Jaisha turns to exit that. That's the spell I tried to cast at Agony. And I think that <laughs> we're going to end the episode. <laughs> uh, incredible job today. What a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We're going to go around the horn really quick and everybody can say where to find them and what they get up to. Uh, see, you want to kick us off? <laughs> You know I do. Hi, everyone. My name is C. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me making very transfer gay or on the internet at Pie Sharp Art. If you liked what I did here tonight, you'll like what I do other places. Uh, but I'll tell you what I did tonight, which was wild. Uh, I'm playing Ecstasy, who is a death nun who, you know, has made themselves a vessel for a creature of pain in order to get power. We've all been there, right? Like, it happens to the best of us. I mean, yeah, you know. Happens to the best of us. Um, so here we are. Uh, delicious lore, delicious dresses for everyone. Uh, you can find me tonight uh, in an hour and a half uh, on Transplanter RPG. I'll let Connie take the big spiel. But this is uh, what we like to call the one. Have you ever seen nine people cry on a Zoom call together while playing D&D? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Uh, if you come on to Transplanter RPG at 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight, you will. Uh, so you you will see that so i'll pass it over to uh the person who cried for the first time on that stream themselves hamna yes hi hello everybody my name is hamna i use any and all pronouns uh, and i am a teacher rpg performer today i was jisha who uses they ray pronouns who is titties out and also apparently connected to a lake That'll be fun. Um, I am a uh, teacher and performer, as I said, uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at hshahid underscore, where I talk about all of the different projects I'm a part of. I'm on a variety of different APs, so Twitter is the best place to know where I am at any given point in time. Like C said, yes, I will be on Translator tonight, and it is, in fact, the first session ever that made me cry in a tabletop game um and it broke a dam and then i cried for three episodes straight um after that in transplaners so like if you want to see me try to act while crying uh you should come watch that um also on tuesday on valentine's day uh we have our season finale for itaewon by night over on going crit rpg at 8 p.m eastern time it's going to be great we're all going to be themed up in valentine's outfits uh solving the murder of a university student so come check that out uh, that'll be super fun. And with that, I'm going to pass it over to Drac. Hi, I'm Drac. I'm hurriedly trying to find this thing that... Okay, there it is. Hi, um, I'm Drac. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-E-S. I'm a TTRPG writer, performer. I should play production manager i guess i don't know there needs to be a title for it but i do that thing as well anything and everything actual play and teacher bg related i am currently doing or plan on doing in the near future so follow me on twitter to find out when and where i'm doing all that stuff um the only thing i will shout out is that um on monday over on cobalt press at i believe 6 p.m eastern we're going to be in a game called skelly hearts where we're a bunch of skeletons trying to find our hearts and it's going to be very fun i'm very excited for my character 
the cast is amazing. Um, you're not going to want to miss it. Um, and also on Thursday over um, on Roll For It, which at, I believe, 3 p.m. E- no, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern. Um, I'm going to be in a premiere of the Pathfinder Second Edition campaign called Veltorn. Um, it's kind of urban fantasy. It's going to be kind of like New York City slams into um, the classic uh, fantasy world, and it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm very excited for my, for my character. We released character art recently, and I feel like it's kind of obvious what character Mike, what anime character my character is based on. But if you if you can guess, let me know. I'll give you, I don't know, imaginary brownie points if you can. Um, but yeah, that's it from me. It was a ton of fun playing Borogosh. You just got immediately atta- attacked the moment they used their, their skill <laughs> to look at a magical item. Um, I mean, Curiosity killed the cat. I think, I think it makes sense. I'm going to throw it over <laughs> to Liv. Hi, everyone. Okay, checking one last time. Y'all can hear me. I'm on the captions. Okay, cool. Cool. We might be able to end without anything. I just jinxed it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have been Liv. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Liv in a day. I played Ciro here today. A um, little rusty, but so glad to be back in the saddle. So glad to be back with everybody here. Um, I'm kind of in my hibernation era. I don't really know. Um, I don't have too many things happening at this time, but lots of stuff coming up. So um, please follow me on Twitter and look for updates on that uh this month though on the 23rd over on the lost caravan we will be debuting delta green um delta green is a how, how to explain it it's kind of like it's got big x-files energy it's got big like mysterious um organization pretending that horrific creatures don't exist in our world um and we have to hunt them down so i play agent micro who is a dea agent out in chicago in the late 90s who's really into computers <laughs> so um does all this tech stuff and and hacking stuff and i have to pretend like i can do that which clearly i can't ask anybody here i'm not a technical person um but i will not be there i'll be in the next game um but they will be debuting and i will be telling that story for a couple of episodes over there so that's like my newest project go check it out support the team um and that's all i have so connie i'm gonna lovingly put this in your hand I'm going to take it and I'm going to crush it between my meaty palms. Uh, hey, everyone. I've been Connie, pronouns they, he, and she. You can find me across the internet at ByConnieChong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. When I'm not playing Mystic Oak Stags or Graves, who who definitely doesn't have a crush on X. What are you talking about? Shut up. Shut up. I don't have a crush on X. Uh, I am the game master and creative producer behind a trans planer RPG, Sparkle, Sparkle, Gay, Gay, uh, which is an all-transgender, people-of-color-led dark fantasy show set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world uh, based on various Asian mythologies. Uh, Follows a bunch of queer people making very bad and also very good decisions trying to save the world. So if you're into the L word, but a lot more diverse meets the literal end of the fucking world, you'll love The Second Stranger. Speaking of which, we air tonight. We air Saturdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on our Twitch at Transplaner RPG. And tonight is our third to last stream, like, 
ever of our main campaign of The Second Stranger. We are on Arc 8, Episode 6 tonight. We only have eight episodes in Arc 8. Uh, so after this, we only have two more episodes left for our entire show, which has been over two and a half years long in the making. Like C and Humna have brought up, this is the episode where the dam breaks, where something super related happens emotionally eviscerates every single one of us it's fully edited it's pre-recorded it's fully edited with background music sound effects sound design cool overlays art all that good shit so tune in tonight we'd love to see you in chat there's only three more episodes left so show show in show up show out all that stuff and you can follow us on twitter at transplanter rpg as well and you can follow me at by connie chong on twitter and tiktok that's where i am and i'm gonna pass things back to vanna Amazing. Thank you. I am Vanna. I've been your GM and producer and all the other stuff in between. Uh, and you can catch me streaming full time here at twitch.tv slash Vanna. That's V-A-N-A. And on all the relevant socials at Havanarama, H-A-V-A-N-A-R-A-M-A. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for joining us tonight, y'all. I'm going to bring you over to a friendo. So if you could drop some good vibes in the chat and a follow while you're over there, I'd appreciate it. Um, and we will be back next week with the grand finale of season one for higher education. Thank you for joining us on this journey. And we hope we see you for the end next week. Goodbye.